We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the draft show here on Roto Grinders. I am Britt Devine uh, here with Stevie. Uh, Stevie, what's going on? We're gonna have some fun today. We're gonna do some baseball, and then we're gonna let you guys decide where we take the show after our first baseball draft. Whether they want more baseball or they want to do some best ball and football. Uh, so I think we're gonna have a pretty fun time today. Friday, right? Like it's yeah. Friday. You know, like you know, let's have some fun. Uh, that's what the draft app is, right? Like you know, you can make money. Out- we all want to make money but uh the app is fun like my daughter just got done with like a dance production like uh practice and i did two best ball championship drafts while i was waiting so uh you know it was perfect anytime you start in the grocery store you're in the bathroom you're laying in bed you're trying to kill some time that's what the draft app's for right that's 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 how i use it that's how i use it for sure um so guys what you want to do if you want to take part on the show uh you got to follow me hit the bottom right of your draft app then hit the top right and follow friends pops up. Just put my name, Britt Divine, in chat there, and you will be able to follow me. And then you'll get invites from us uh, whenever we post games. Uh, I do need your help. Let us know. We're going to do baseball first. Type into chat in the Roto Grinders chat if you can. After we do our first baseball one, let me know if you want more baseball or you want us to do some football. If you guys want football, we can do like a six man best ball and we can talk that. Um, but if you want more baseball, let us know, and you guys can, can decide where we take it after the first uh, the first run of baseball. Um, if you do want to play best ball, we got our draft best ball uh, kit going. Uh, it's thirty nine ninety nine, but it gives you a twenty five dollar entry fee into the best ball championship that Stevie was just telling you about. So in theory, it only costs fifteen bucks. It's up to date. Yesterday there was that Lamar Miller news, and I think within like thirty minutes. There was an update to the best ball kit. They had an article about what do you do with Lamar Miller? What do you do with Duke Johnson? What do you do with that whole situation that happened there? So uh, it's always up to date, uh, and you're going to be able to stay on top of it uh, with the best ball kit and get stuff from experts. So uh, first thing we're going to do, let's do some baseball, Stevie. This is a really fun slate. It seems like, for the most part, we usually have like one good pitcher on a slate and today is the absolute opposite of that. So uh, we'll start talking. I'm going to go to the late games. I think here, I don't want to do the earlier one. So standard and let's, let's kick a 10 man out uh, for three bucks and we'll have some fun. You ready? Sure. All right, let's get this in here. So I want to talk, you're a Red Sox fan. I've heard, right? Yeah, that's that's what that's what the word on the street is. Word on the street is they're also like on the outside looking in for any sort of postseason right now. So I, I want to talk to you about the Red Sox. What do you you know? You probably follow them a little bit more closely than I. Have they given up their their playoff odds? Don't look really good right now. They're going to be really popular both on draft and in DFS tonight. What are we doing with them? They need a lot of help to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to give up um, by any means. Like. That organization, the coaching staff, like, I don't think they're giving up anytime soon. But, yeah, they, they need some help, you know. You got to win games, and you got to win games like tonight. Like, you have to win these games where you're expected to win. Yeah, if they if they lose a couple of more, they're going to be really out of it pretty quickly today. And I, I don't expect uh, Mike Trout or uh, Upton or Otani to really give it to them easy on the other side here today. So I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, they've been playing pretty bad uh, recent form, and I just wanted to get your thoughts as, as kind of a Red Sox follower on it. But uh, I'm excited here. Uh, playmakers first, but I got the number two pick, which is nice. There is a lot of pitching, but there's also some bats. Trout went first. I think I'm going to take Bueller, who <laughs> – have you seen some of his scores he's been putting up, Stevie? If, you oh, know, yeah. On draft, they're like 28, which doesn't seem like a lot. 
if you pull up DraftKings, right, he's got like a couple 50s, a couple 30s, a couple 40s, and just in his last 10, like there's enough bats out there for me today. And I know pitching does get deep. Uh, there's some pitchers you want. You could probably go seven or eight deep, but it falls off. I'm, I'm hoping Bueller just has one of these 20-plus fantasy point performances. I'll make it up in bats later. Yeah, I was going to try to stack the Red Sox, but Mookie went right there at number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's obviously not going to work out. Um, so that kind of just messed up my whole strategy here. Um, I'm going to actually just take Strasburg against the Mets and take mm-hmm. a safe pitcher. Um, one of the top end guys. And there's so many bats today. There's so many spots that I like as far as bats go. So I haven't, I'm not going to have any issue getting the bats that I want. I want to give the draft. So I don't have the Yankee stack. So I'm going to blow it up for somebody else today. Uh, G G Urshela, right. He's got a projection of 0.5 on draft today. So if you can't find him, type his name in. And if you want a guy who seemingly hits like five home runs every single day, he's got a 0.5 projection. So uh, sorry to whoever out there wanted to sneak that uh, without the rest of the clan knowing. But hey, when I notice these things, I got to point them out to the people, Stevie. That's right. That's what we're here to do, um, help people out. So that's certainly going to help people out. And um, you got to always... Like, that's the first thing that I do. Well, like, I'll set rankings, and I do a lot of drafts the night before when, I, when I'm playing on draft. And, like, the first thing I'll do is I'll go down and I'll scroll and I'll be like, who is who has the, the, the no projection right now? Uh, let's see here. You're going to be coming up. What kind of bats, the main guys, you know, Judge, the Red Sox, some of the Astros are off the board here today, uh, at least when, when it's going to be your turn to draft. We don't have ownership. I know Jamino is ownership slash preseason guru. So I know the preseason uh, subs had a pretty good night to that uh, from premium. If you played preseason and listen to Jamino, he's hard at work at that. So ownership isn't up just yet, but what are you going to be looking at for offense out here tonight? Um, I, I've done a couple drafts already today and infield gets weak really fast. So like, I'm probably either going to take um, Devers here or, or um, probably Bogarts, you know, just taking one of these top end infielders, whoever this guy doesn't take, if he makes his pick. Yeah, Jets uh, taking JD. I like JD. Uh, I think he's in a pretty good spot against Berea, but I'm just, uh, I don't know if I'm worried about the Red Sox, but that their recent form as a team has been pretty crap. Yeah, um, I'm still not too worried. They're still really good offense facing a team or a pitcher that just can't get anybody out. So um, I'm, I'm praying I get Altuve here. Uh, I don't think he'll, uh, this guy, I'll get it before the delay picks up, but I'm hoping Altuve falls to me. Well, you'll get Altuve or Lindor if you want an infielder. So, yeah. like, your, your infield was going to be strong. Yeah, I'm going to take Altuve. I really like the Astros tonight, and I think most people will. They're very, very expensive on DraftKings, right? The, of the top five players in the project, the top – all of the top seven people in the projected lineup are over 5K. So, it is a very, very expensive stack. You're going to have to get a little off the board of pitching to do it. But going up against Bundy in Baltimore, it's 85 uh, like this looks like a really nice spot for, for the Astros to go off. Just pretty expensive. I'm going to take a Correa and I'm going to close out my Astros infield stack. There you go. I like it. Yeah. Like when, when you start scrolling down, you'll just see that there's so many options for, um, bats as far as the outfielders go. Yeah. So you, you really gotta, you really gotta start focusing on your infielders fast here. So I'm going to take one of my favorite plays on the slate, um, Fernando Tatis Jr. I love the Padres as a sneaky late-night hammer. Uh, so Tatis, he's expensive in DFS formats, but, you know, salary formats. So I, I like this 
you know, getting Tatis in a draft. Against Freeland? That, that, I mean, that you're starting off with a home run. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, there, there's no way. I, I like out that. early. Yeah, uh, 5,600, too. If you're playing regular DFS, what, like 2% on tonight? No one's paying for him. Yeah, like my, my main team right now is a Padres stack, so. Uh, I like it. Uh, any, anybody against Kyle Freeland, I don't care what park you're in or what the temperature is, you can sign me up for that pretty easily today. Uh, I, w- I want to go back to pitching, and we can talk. Some of the bigger names are off the board, but I pulled it up for everybody to see here. We've got Darvish, Bieber, Julio, Archer, Caleb Smith. You got a favorite of kind of like the second-tier pitchers today? Um. Yeah, I, I do. Um, I, I liked Julio Tehran if you're looking for more like a, a, of a safer option. I like you Darvish for upside. He's kind of in that, you know, next tier. Brad Keller is another guy that I like that's semi-safe here. I think, you know, he's going to get some run support. And if you go all the way down, um, I, I really don't hate Drew Smiley. He's been pitching a lot better, and he's getting a massive ballpark um, bump going into San Francisco facing – a San Francisco team that's been bottom three against lefties pretty much since the beginning of the season. So um, I, I do don't mind him either towards the bottom. You're going to be up here in a second. Uh, I'm waiting to see what the ownership comes in. I think uh, I was looking at the bat. The bat likes Tehran quite a bit today. I mean, you're going into Marlins, you know, <laughs> you're going into Miami as a right-handed pitcher and that lineup is full of righties, except for what Curtis Granderson. And then of course you got Diaz in there, but, uh, other than that, Tehran looks like he's going to end up, uh, at least from my early assumptions, like he's going to be pretty popular. What What about the top end? Who Who are the guys you want? I like Walker Bueller, but again, he's the most expensive out of everybody, I think, today. You've got Strasburg's a little bit less. Uh, I think you just picked him. He looks to be in a good spot. And then you have the the second-tier guys. Of You have Bauer. You have uh, Wade Miley, who looks pretty good, and a couple other uh, of those guys. Bieber, I, I really like Bieber as a swerve in tournaments today, but uh, how about how does the top break down for you? Yeah, so, like, for me, it's Walker Bueller, or I'm probably going to go down to the 8 or 9K range. Um, like, I, I don't mind Strasburg. I don't mind Bieber. I don't mind Bauer. Uh, Bauer's probably my least favorite option. You know, he's getting a negative ballpark shift, and he's facing a team that has some lefties, and we know he struggles with lefties, so – um, for me, Bauer's probably my least favorite. Bieber, you know, he's got the toughest matchup, but we just saw Clevenger yesterday. This team has strikeout upside. Uh, so, you know, we can look for Bieber to get some, you know, some strikeouts there. But, you know, you talked about Walker Bueller's recent form and how good he's pitching. Like, you know, he he's my he's my number one if I'm paying up. But I don't, like, hate going down. Like, you Darvish has upside, like we talked about. Tehran in that ballpark. Keller against a bad offense. Smiley, like. There's plenty of options to go down today because there's so many bats that we want to pay up for. That's interesting. I'm trying to find uh, who I want to finish. I think I'm just going to finish out a little Pittsburgh stack here. Oh, did someone take Mercado? No, no, nobody did. All right, so I'll I'll finish off uh, with a little Cleveland stack uh, against Smelter. I know Smelter has had a a reasonable, uh, good form since he's been called up, but I I think uh, Cleveland can kind of get to him today. Um, yeah, I like, uh, I'm going to pull up some pricing. Let's see. So we've got one guy who wants MLB guys. Let me know in chat what you want to do. You guys are going to run the show. Uh, and then Devin, if there's anyone weighing in on YouTube, let me know. I see one MLB. I'm, I'm tempted. If it's just one MLB, I'm going to go to NFL guys. So, so let me know what you want and you guys can kind of determine, uh, what the rest of the show is here. I'm going to pull up, uh, some salaries really quick. 
and let's take a look. Bueller is just, he's expensive, but I think he's worth it. Same with Strasburg. I think what people are going to end up doing today is use a guy like Tehran as an SP1 and maybe go to a, a couple of cheap guys or try to jam in like you and Tehran or something like that. I think that's going to end up being pretty popular. Yeah, I could see that being popular. I like my team. My team's pretty solid here. All right. I want to do NFL, but it seems like the YouTubes wants baseball. The Roto-Grinders chat wants baseball. I want to do NFL. You got a preference, Stevie? Why don't we do another baseball, and then we can run an NFL draft until the end of the show, and it can just keep going when we get done. All right. Yeah, that works for me. So we'll do one more baseball. It's on this one. I'm going to go to hitter only. Uh, actually, you know, I'm going to do standard. There's enough pitching where I'm going to do a, another regular one. So uh, we'll kick it up to five bucks. And you ready? Yep. Here we go. Um, so again, guys, we're going to do football after this one. Uh, if you want help on best ball, don't forget we have the best ball draft kit. It's available for $39.99, but you do get the $25 entry into the best ball championship. So the kit ends up being just $14.99. And it's constantly updated, basically all the way up to the season until draft stops doing best balls um, with with new stuff and and up to date timings and trades and injuries and all that type of stuff. So you're in my spot. You got the number two, and I'm at number eight. So you're going to have an interesting decision, either to go high end pitching or your choice of of high end bat here. What do you think you're going to end up doing? Well, I'll tell you right now, it's either going to be Bueller or Trout. Like yeah. it's easy. <laughs> two spots really easy. Like for me. Uh, I think Trout's the best hitter on the slate. I think Bueller's the best pitcher on the slate. Give me one of those two guys. You got any offense you like that's a little off the board? There, there's a lot of big totals. I think if I had to pick a couple, uh, I think I, I sort of like the Cardinals a little bit tonight against the Pirates. Archer can get hit around. The Cardinals are back to being, you know, Ozuna's back in there. Carpenter's in there. Um, the, the lineup's looking pretty strong. Fowler leading off. They're cheap. They fit into some stacks. It's 85 in St. Louis. I think they fit into some stacks tonight. You mentioned the Padres. You got anything else out there as kind of off the radar stacks? I like the Royals a lot. It's Edwin Jackson. Like, let, oh, let's yeah. just be real. Like, he's he stinks. So, um, O'Hearn. Oh, now I got to make a decision. Yeah, look, a Springer. I, I like Springer, but not over Trout or Walker Bueller. Yeah, I'm gonna take Trout. Um, I think anyway, that's the right choice. Like the Royals for me are just the team that kind of stands out. Is they're really cheap. They like. O'Hearn is like next to free and you know they're just they're in a great spot here against Edwin Jackson I mean Edwin Jackson shouldn't even be a double a pitcher but this is this <laughs> is what this is what comes to when teams want to lose and they don't want to call people up you get stuck with Edwin Jackson uh, still pitching a major league baseball game so yeah if there was ever a, a time for the Royals to have a good game this would be it and you look at their prices Merrifield Gordon Dozier Solaire I mean, you can get O'Hearn is super cheap. You can fit these guys a, a variety of ways into stacks. Yeah, there's a ton of ways to stack them too. So, you know, there maybe a three-man on top of your other stacks, maybe a three-man on top of a four- or five-man. But um, I certainly like the Royals. You can save some money. You can get the, the bats that you want outside the pitching. So, you know, they're, they're a team that kind of stands out to me. Uh, we already talked about the Padres. I like the Padres as well. Uh, let's see. I'm going to take, I think I'm going to take Merrifield. That's very hard for him to not come through tonight. I might not have a full stack, but I think Merrifield's just a little too safe with upside to pass up for me right there. Yeah. 
I'm refreshing. I'm trying to see if we have ownership up yet. I know Mr. Jamino is a very busy man. It is not up. I was hoping to get, get some insight. Well, who do you think is going to be – where do you think the, the chalk pitcher is going to end up tonight? I don't know. It's really tough when, when you're looking at all the high-end options. Um, I think Drew Smiley is going to be pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Um, I think – I think Bueller is going to be popular, you know, just because of what he's been doing recently. Maybe he gets a bunch of ownership. Um, I think we could potentially see some decent ownership on a guy like um, Keller um, in a good matchup. So it'd be really interesting to see where it kind of all lines up. Yeah. I think the two main builds is going to be, uh, it's going to be Bueller and Smiley. And then uh, I think, think it's going to be Tehran and Smiley to, to get a little bit more money for bats. Those are going to be kind of like the two combos you end up on tonight for the most part. Uh, let's see. I'm going to take and I like Devers, but it's just, it's so hard for me to pass on Altuve here. I'm going to take Altuve, fill out my infield and be done with it. There you go. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to be looking at here. Um, uh, Devers just went. I was like, maybe I'll get Devers to come all the way back to me, but that didn't happen. So I don't know if I'm going to go pitcher. There, there's a couple interesting um, infielders left too. Like Josh Bell's interesting for Pittsburgh. Dakota you, Hudson, he struggles. It's lefties. Someone in chat wants to know: Do you have any thoughts on Gio Gonzalez today? The Rangers. <laughs> uh, uh, that's just. I, I understand that the price is fine. And to vary it up, but he's certainly going to be sub 10% owned. I don't think it's the worst play in the world, but probably not, you know, if I had to pick five favorite pitchers, look, look at all who's going Strasburg, Bueller, Bauer, you got Robbie Ray. There's a lot of good pitchers. Gio Gonzalez just doesn't scream. I'm going to win you a tournament. Jimmy low owned. That's it. That's I guess that's, that's my, about it. That's my thoughts on Gio Gonzalez today. Like I get it. I do. Um, I understand it, I guess, to a point. Like, Texas is really bad against lefties, but that that's kind of all I understand about it. Um, well, you 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 know you, you know the rule. Like, you can't play Gio when he's chalk. So, like, today would be a day that, you know, he's not going to be chalk. So, who knows? I don't know. I'd rather play – give me Cal Quantrill for cheaper at home against the Rockies or something like that. I, I'd much rather do that. I don't even – I think Quantrill is going to draw some ownership, too. Smiley's obviously the cheap play. But uh, Quantrill to me is like the the guy I'd swerve off to if you weren't interested in, I don't even know, 35% Drew Smiley. I think he's, he's going to be up there tonight in my opinion. Yeah, he's going to be popular for sure. All right, I'm coming up here. I got Merrifield and Altuve. You guys went nuts on the uh, the Royal stack. We talked about them. I took Merrifield. Then you guys swipe them all off the board for me. So I was unable to get the stack that I wanted. So I'm, I'm going to have to be digging in the outfield. Uh, and one of the reasons – I, I sort of like Bieber is I don't, I don't think Cruz makes the lineup tonight. And while it takes some strikeouts out, it's the guy who hits three home runs every single game out of the lineup. I'll, I'll take that trade off. So uh, outfield is looking a little thinner than I'd like. Um, I'm going to take, how about uh, a home run Hunter Renfro against Kyle Freeland. Sound good to you? Hunter Renfro. Yeah. Sounds like a I home like run. It. If you look at my team, yeah, like I was, I was working on my Padres again. Oh, you were? I just stole him from you. No, I, there's a guy. Red. I didn't think Renfro would get back to me. There's another guy that I like um, that kind of fits this build, so I'm probably gonna end up with him. But yeah, if Renfro was back, if he got back to me, 
I didn't mind having three Padres with Trout. Uh, Bieber just won. I was hoping Bieber would come to me. He is definitely one of my swerves in tournaments tonight. I don't think he's going to have a lot of ownership. Um, he is he is so good. And without Cruz, he, like I, I really think he can handle even a dangerous Twins lineup. I, I like him quite a bit. Uh, the other guy, what about Robbie Ray? When no one plays Robbie Ray, that's when you play Robbie Ray. It, it looks a little dangerous tonight. The, he has a little bit of a price discount on everybody else. Uh, what, what's your overall thoughts on using him today? Dodgers lineup's not out yet, right? The last thing that – like, the last time I checked, like, you got to see what this lineup looks like. If White's in there, if they leave Seager in there, um, if Smith's in there, like, there there will be a lot of strikeouts towards the bottom of the order for Robbie Ray. So, you're just going to have to make that Robbie Ray decision uh, when that lineup comes out and look at, you know, look at the bottom. Because you know the top's going to be strong. The top's going to have Pollock. It's going to have Turner. It's going to have Muncie. Yep gonna have bellinger ray can get lefties out he has you know really good strikeout rate to both sides of the plate but he can also give up home runs to lefties so you're just gonna have to kind of see what that lineup looks like before you make a robbie ray decision let's see here if i can find any other talking points for baseball tonight uh, i mentioned tehran the bat i think the bat might even have tehran if you're using the bat today i i think the bat's a little low on a lot of the elite pitchers today uh so i if you're using it, you're probably going to have to manually bump up some Walker Bueller and bump up some Strasburg if you if you want to actually get those guys into any of your lineups today. I think I think it's a little low on those, but uh, if, let me see if Cardi's on later. If he is, he'd probably be able to talk to you on that, but I'd probably bump up Walker Bueller um, projection. I just think he's – the upside he brings, 50 fantasy points from, a, from one singular pitcher position – is almost unheard of uh, in, in baseball this year. And he's been up multiple times in his past 10 games. And I don't know, it still looks like a pretty good spot for him tonight. Yeah, the bat, don't they, the bat has like ceiling projections too. You can kind of get an idea. Yeah, I use those. So when I, when I do tournaments, I flip it to the ceiling projections. Um, but it's still, still a little, still low. Low? Still a little okay. low on those guys for sure. All right, I completed my Padres Angels uh, stack with you, Darvish here. So I like, I, I like it. Uh, what do you think on Upton? He's just hasn't really been too great recently. What you're not scared? No, honestly, anybody that missed like spring training and missed you know a good portion of the beginning of the season, they're they're going to be very hit or miss. They're going to start slow. Yeah. So you know he's coming back from injury. Um, I, I think he's going to be okay down the stretch. But, you know, you got to be careful with him right now. He's always been a strikeout uh, hitter, but his strikeouts are absolutely through the roof right now. Um, just just wanted to point that out to some people. I don't know. You got If you like that Angels game, right, you got to get some Upton in your stacks too. But uh, probably wouldn't – I know he's cheap, but uh, I wouldn't be targeting him as a one-off or anything like that tonight. Uh, I, I might – I'm going to get Julio Teheran. This doesn't seem – it seems like it's not fair to get Julio Teheran basically as – these other guys behind me can't have pitchers. As the second-to-last pitcher off the board, I'm going to get Tehran. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, <laughs> if you're not getting a top-end guy, like, you wait because, like, you know, Robbie Ray went right before you. Like, mm-hmm. he's not a bad option by any means this late in the draft. So, there's 10 mans today, you know, you can kind of wait for pitching if you don't get Bueller. The, the, the last spot is the spot you don't want. So New York Jets, he screwed me last time on all the draft shows we did. So I just screwed uh, him by taking Tay around here. Cause not, I mean, Wade Miley's okay, 
and I think he's going to have a pretty good game, and I think that was a nice pick, but uh, I'll take Tehran in Miami over that. Uh, all right, so we've got uh, enough time. We're gonna, we did two baseball. Let's get to some NFL best balls. So what we're going to do, I think we're going to do, should I just do a large one and we kind of continue it off air at the end? I, I think that's probably, I like your idea, Steve. Does that work? Uh, either a 10 or 12 I think like the six-man drafts are just so stacked like yeah. how about like a we'll do like an eight-man I'm not sure if everybody wants to do it but we'll we'll do like an eight-man best ball here and we'll get you guys involved uh, so football is right around the corner guys if you haven't been doing best ball I think I'm up to almost 200 of these completed now which is a little insane I saw someone someone out there is like almost 2,000 done I think that's you know borderline uh, an issue in your life but just kidding Eagles by the way but uh these things are so much fun we'll do it how much you want to play for you just do a little five dollar one for everybody that's fine all right so we're gonna do best ball here guys so if you've been playing baseball and you don't want to do football don't click accept because this is going to be a football one and we'll give you some picks we'll talk some of the news that's come on too you ready stevie yep all right i think i got this hopefully i did oh i think i did a slow you're gonna have to do another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see how this goes. If everybody, if everybody's here on the show, we'll just do it fast. I, I think that'll work. If somebody's not in here, I don't even know if I can create one that's a uh, a fast one. I could have, yes. So I, I am an idiot. So guys, if you're out here, don't take more than thirty seconds, or I'm gonna have to create a new one. <laughs> Such an idiot. Look what happened. It's all good. I know it's uh it's everybody that was in the baseball one, so I'm gonna assume we're all in here. So just look at it this way. Now when the when the show gets over, you have a lot more time to get this draft done. Yeah, you see, so what I've been doing, I'm on the clock for a couple right now. I uh I do the pause during preseason games where I don't make any selections on my normal ones so that I can be the guy who like snipes the one guy of value or anything like that. So I I, I am that guy in the slow drafts. How much um, – so, like, today I saw Kiki Kote going, like, the 14th and 15th round. Like, mm-hmm. it's a minor injury. Like, is that is that a value that we can kind of – Absolutely, start- yeah. Yeah, like, I was like, if he gets back to me in the in – the, I did one earlier, and, like, it was the 15th round. I was like, man, if he gets back to me, I'm easily taking him here. And he went, like, two picks before me. If uh, Flores Mark – I'm not sure. Yeah. Everyone, everyone, I think everyone should be in here uh, to kind of keep it going. I'm waiting on word on Kiki. Elliot number three. Yeah. I think I would have waited on Elliot a little bit more. Um, I don't expect him to not play this year, but it is getting, it's at the point where I'm slightly concerned for it. I don't think I've taken Elliot in the first round in the last week. If I got to like the, eight or nine or ten or something like that i would pull the trigger on zeke without question yeah like the nine spot is i I swear the nine spot's the worst part place to draft Uh, i keep saying this i just posted on twitter about it earlier like i i hate the nine spot anything that's not like a top three to me is the the five is okay but the the top three i've said this i've done a lot of the best ball shows you're it's just you get the workhorse and then you get two other guys that look good and then even when the fifth round comes around you're basically at the cutoff of the last guys that you're really interested in before it just turns into like a a dice roll and your lineups just look so good by the time you're done yeah for sure this will be a little different because we're doing an eight man um 
Yeah, your first like six, seven, eight picks on this one will look good. So you went with Kamara. Uh, I like Tamar. You get a you get a run back with Michael Thomas and get if yourself. This was more boost. of like a tournament format. Like if this was a best ball championship and I could and I could get Kamara and Thomas on the same team, like that would be a lock. But in a cash format, I've talked about this many times. In my first five six picks, I spread my bye weeks out as much as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that too. I'm gonna go. Uh, I like quite a few players here. Uh, I think I'm gonna take what I view to be the wide receiver one off the board in Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he's got a reasonable chance to be the overall wide receiver one this year. I've been drafting that way too. Cook, like was, Juju a lot. Cook was the other guy I was interested in and, and Chubb. And uh, what I'm also going to do, this is a little bit of a shortened, uh, you know, there's only eight teams. And I think uh, absolutely having one of these elite tight ends is a really strong strategy the smaller the field goes so i'm gonna take Kittle. yep i wanted kittle as well yeah I mean, you might get Ertz. i still like Ertz. Uh, yeah i don't mind Ertz, but i'm not gonna take Ertz over like a mike evans here yep i understand what you're doing maybe maybe no what do you, think, where do you think Gurley ends up going oh look at this Gurley just yeah. went off the board are you i would easily take joe mixon over Gurley right now from running backs on the board i could convince myself i i don't like damian williams there's too much i was never a damian williams guy um too much news coming out recently running back by committee he's never had carries he's already hurt i'm out on damian williams um i, I might even have taken a guy like Karrion johnson over todd Gurley. i'm these guys with red flags are, are very concerning to me to take this early in a draft right now yeah um i get that in an eight-man draft i think it's a little different um i definitely would have taken Mixon in in that spot had i not had kamara with week nine already um i've already talked about it like i try to split my i I really try to mix up my bye weeks when it's early especially with all these guys when you're in the first few rounds their projections are so close that if you get them on separate bye weeks you're just optimizing your team yeah because if you have, let's say, four really good guys all in the same week, it's really not doing anything for you. Maybe one ends up in the flex, but when you spread out your buys, it, it just gives you a little bit more consistency. I like it. I don't think enough people talk about that either, by the way. Listen, I preach it all the time. Um, I, I got crushed the first year I did bus, best balls, and that was my biggest issue. I had a really good year last year. I'm hoping to kind of follow that up again this year. Uh, mean Mode took Melvin Gordon. I That is a hard pass for me. Uh, I, I have some Melvin Gordon shares from earlier in the season. I also had a lot of Austin Eckler. Uh, I, I like one of those guys. I, I am out on Melvin Gordon right now. I think there's legitimate, he sits out till week six or seven. And I'd much rather take, uh, well, Antonio Brown's uh, a question mark too, but I'd rather take a full year of Marlon Mack or Aaron Jones or somebody like that than have, have my guy sit out. So I'm, I'm completely out on like Melvin Gordon right now um, in, in basketball. It depends how late, <laughs> like not here. I would not have taken him. Here. Right. No. Yeah. in like a cash game format too, like this, like, you know, you have to make the decision. Like, when do you take him um, in a, in a best ball championship? Like if you're getting Melvin Gordon in the fourth round and he ends up either getting traded or ends up reporting and playing, like you're getting insane value. So like it's just it's 
it's risk versus reward when you're using one of those first, you know, five, six picks. Um, and in this format, like you just don't have to create issues for yourself. Um, and, and like roster construction in best balls is huge. And, you know, people just don't get it. Yeah. I like Keenan Allen without Melvin Gordon on the field. Um, I'm playing that angle. I, I think Keenan Allen ends up getting some extra targets for that first half of the season. And Hey, the, the points in best ball, you get them in the first half of the season. They count just as much as the points you get at the end of the season and in, in, in right here. So I'm, I'm okay with right. that. Uh, I'm going to run it back. I was hoping Aaron Jones would fall. I'm going to take him here. And I mean, everyone's going to have some pretty good teams. I don't like that. My two running backs have the same buy, but I'll probably end up with five. And because we're only doing eight man, you know, I'm going to have some pretty good running backs. Uh, um, no surprise, as Devin would say, I like to start to my team. The last show I did on the best ball championship, uh, I got the 12 pick, and my t- I, I did not like my team at all in that one. Basically one of the first times all season, but I'm, I'm liking my team here, Steve. Yeah, I like my team so far. Um, I wish I, would have, wish I would have gotten a high-end tight end, but I, I like where the build's going. I got my first five picks are all spread out by week-wise, so mm-hmm. – I did exactly what I wanted to do in that aspect. Are you concerned? So you took T.Y. Hilton. So Andrew Luck's got this calf issue, which is I I didn't really worry too much about it at all the whole season. It's still lingering. And I don't know, like, it's a little worrisome to me. I'm not too concerned. Like, where I I got him, I think it's fine in an eight-man draft. Like, I usually draft, like, seven or eight wide receivers, so – if Hilton doesn't have like big weeks, some weeks, I think some of these guys will, but like T Y Hilton's a guy that has two touchdown plus hundred yard upside. So like you always have to have exposure to T Y Hilton. Yeah. When he hits, he will definitely score in your lineup. Usually when they're indoors. Um, we do have some questions rolling in. I don't know if you want to answer some ba- baseball questions as we're going here. Oh, sure. Let's see here. Boston bats tonight. Uh, we talked about this at the top. What do you think about the Boston Bats, Stevie? I'll, I'll throw this to you. Their recent form, really bad. They're on the outside looking in for playoffs right now. Um, I mean, if you're just looking at pure statistical output tonight in general, of course, you're going to like the Red Sox. But what's your overall take on them as a team right now? Like, it's a really good spot for them on paper. Um, again, I don't think they've given up, but they need some help, and they need to win games they're supposed to win. So, like this is a this is a game when they're supposed to win. They're facing Jaime Barria. He's terrible. Um, so if you're looking at pure stats, this is a great spot. If you're looking at recent form, you get concerned. There's you know ten offenses to target tonight. So I have interest in the Red Sox. They're they're one of my favorite stacks. Um, and then as far as Trout Trout being underpriced, like Trout's the best hitter in in on the slate in 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 this spot. So like. If you find Trout underpriced anywhere, just click his button. That's fine with me. There's also another one, Strauss Freeland in cash. So I don't mind Strasburg, but there's no chance. You <laughs> no. can convince me Kyle Freeland is a cash play play. Cal Quantrell, or you can play the Drew Smiley that everyone else is going to play. So just do not play Kyle Freeland in your cash play. So. Yep. I'm with you on that one. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go... Brandon Cooks is still around and he never, I don't understand. Brandon Cooks does not get enough love in, in basketball. He's like, he's a shirt almost. I think he has a, a thousand yards every season. Like you can't get that from basically anybody else at this point in the draft. Yeah. He was a guy you got late last year in, in, in best ball. Oh, yeah. well, so like, it was just fantastic. So. 
Uh, let's see. I'm trying to decide what I want to do here. The eight-man teams look a lot better than the 12-man teams. Well, yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to take Mark Ingram here and just lock up my four running backs that I like. Are you only taking four? No, I'll take a fifth later. Um, like, now with this, like, Kareem Hunt has really fallen in best balls recently. Um, you now know, he's worth it. Like, yeah, like, now with that with the trade, I don't even mind maybe, like, getting Hunt in, like, the – you know, you're getting him in, like, the 14th, 15th round. And then adding a, another running back with like a Hillard um, as your last pick, just to kind of, all right, I'm, I'm taking the Cleveland second running back situation with both of those picks. And if for some reason Chubb has any issues, like I have both the guys that are going to be in that situation now. And like, you have to kind of think that Hunt's going to get some passing work now with Duke Johnson gone. Yeah, the, the one thing, the Hunt, he's still not going to be back till week 10, I believe, right? Because they have eight weeks and then the buys week nine. So you're yep. still only getting, what, six usable, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, seven usable weeks out of them. So That's playoff time, baby. Yeah, where he was going earlier in the season, like ninth and tenth round, I thought was absolutely ridiculous. But uh, late, like you could probably get him in the, as your absolute last pick in this draft, and uh, I don't hate it at the end, at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm going to lock in my second tight end here. You talked about Keenan oh. Allen getting a bump. I like Hunter Henry. Um, if Melvin Gordon does continue to hold out and this happens, like everybody in that and everybody in that whole situation is going to get a bump. I uh, I took uh, Miles Sanders. What do you what do you think on the Miles Sanders? Uh, I sniped him probably from a couple other people that were looking at him as, as the next pick. Uh, I think he's going to be at least by four or five weeks like the clear running back on that team, and not too many other people are going to see time. Yeah, I don't know, like, when it's necessarily going to happen. Um, I hope it happens earlier than that. So, um, he's a guy that we're, we're certainly going to be watching for DFS this year. I got a Kirk. My, uh, my 11, 10, and 12. So, like, my running – I have two week 11 running backs, two week 10 running backs. So, I'm going to – I'm definitely going to have to make sure one of my, my fifth running back is not a week 11 or 10 by. That's just, like, too much uh, too much going on in those weeks. But also, right, they'll probably be hurt by then anyway, so I get, I get full value up until that point. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, running back's position, it, it, you know, we, we talk about how important wide receivers are. They're just – running backs get so banged up. Mm-hmm. AJ Green in a eight man going ninth pick, ninth round. What do you think? Like, I still, what, what's your thought? I have way too much exposure to him, but not that early in drafts. Like, I, I'm getting AJ Green in the tenth round, like eleventh round, twelfth round. Like, if I can get him in those rounds, and I only get eight to ten games, like I'm perfectly fine with that. I think I would have taken a guy like Alshon. I think I would have taken a couple of the running backs. Maybe I would have even taken a, a guy like Watson at quarterback. I'm just – I'm out on A.J. Green, I think, right now. Between his current injury, all the injuries last year, right, foot, ankle, all this stuff, it's it's just not stuff you want your wide receiver to end up with at the end of the day. And what is he, 31 with Andy Dalton throwing him the ball? Yep. Think I'm out. Yes and yes. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, 
it's just like in, in those best ball championships, if you get him in that, you know, 12th round or 11th round and he plays 10 games, like. Does he go that late? I have, he, I have not seen him go that late in one time. Um, I haven't been doing a lot of the $5, but a lot of the $25 ones, he's been dropping quite a bit. Yeah. I think it, like the 10th past, I think it becomes a little more interesting. Right. I like how my team's coming together here for sure. Um, I always wait on quarterbacks. It's not anything crazy. But, like, even in this draft, like, there's going to be so many quarterback options in an eight-man draft. Even if everybody took three quarterbacks, there's still a ton of quarterbacks here. Let's see. Do you like, do you like to take three quarterbacks when you're doing the cash game format? I, and in an eight-man, I'm definitely going to. I don't – in the 12-mans, generally not. Yeah, I don't, you know, in the in the 10 or 12 mans, I don't typically take three quarterbacks, but I end up for some reason on a lot of Ben and a lot of Tom Brady and they they just usually play all the games, so like I they're just they're indestructible. That, yeah, like that, you know, both of them are going to get hurt week 1 now that I said that, but um it, it's just guys that I know are going to be out there every week. Let's see. All right, I got five running backs. I think I'm good on that position. Don't snipe my guy, Britt. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take oh I mean it's so sexy. I've got Christian Kirk already. I've got to take Curtis Samuel here. I might just start taking some quarterbacks. Like Baker Baker looks so good, but I'm gonna have some fun with life. I'm gonna take Kyler Murray. <laughs> there you go. Damn it. Right before me. You want an MVS? I did. It, it, he just he Let's fit my bill. It's the same thing. Now I'm going to take Baker. I'm going to go with my quarterback here now, too. Um, Baker looked real. I mean, it's preseason. Baker looked really good. Uh, Kyler Murray? Did, he did a you, cannon. Did you watch, the, did you watch last night at all? I watched his, his first series. He oh, has a well, that's all. Yeah, that's all. I mean, every throw was a cannon and – absolute perfect placement of where you'd want the throw to be um my only issue with him is just getting hit but he looks like a russell wilson with a better arm yeah i'm not fast, saying that russell wilson fast, faster faster too a younger version of russell wilson how about that he looks really he looked really it's one preseason game against some backups but he looked really good in, in an nfl uniform so i'll, I'll buy into the hype yep We'll see what happens. Like, you know, he's a rookie quarterback. He has good pieces around him. Like, I, I think Fitz helps a ton. Um, you know, David Johnson, if he can stay healthy, helps a ton. So, uh, he has good pieces around him. It's not like, you know, he's going to go out there and not have guys that make plays around him. So, I think he's also going to help those guys out, too. We've got uh, – someone's already got three quarterbacks. I mean, Luck, Rodgers, and Newton, you're going to have some massive scores out of the quarterback position with those three. Yeah, I was going to take Cam Newton with my pick, but he took him right in front of me. That's that's two rounds in a row. I got sniped right before my pick. Uh, I'm going to take uh, – This team must have a Green Bay stack going. I've got Kyler. I'm going to take Wentz. I, uh, I I like Wentz to have a very, very good season this year. He is, like The weapons that Philadelphia offense has now is absolutely amazing. Yep. Talented. Talented group. Just throw the ball to Jeffrey. That's fine with me. And I'm hoping Playmaker doesn't take my Deshaun Jackson because I'm going to be playing some best ball. I want to make sure I can scoop up Deshaun Jackson here. 
he's a guy that's kind of you know kind of slowly going up in ADP. Yeah, it's tough because he's like, I'd imagine he misses a game or two, like a hamstring pull, and you're thirty plus running as fast as you can down the field. Seems like something that would happen, but uh, I'm hope. Oh, playmaker, he's this is what he's doing. He's waiting it out. He's waiting it out. All right, he took Lamar Jackson. I like Lamar Jackson, too. With Mahomes, I mean, that's a great combo. All yep. right, do I, do I want Deshaun Jackson or – man. You know what I'm going to do? I believe in Russell Wilson this year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and take Russell Wilson. I like it. You so never I've, know. Got, I've got Wilson, like Murray, and Wentz as my three quarterbacks. Yep. I'm gonna, all on separate bye weeks. Good job, Britt. Yeah, so uh, I actually uh, bet, so you can bet legally in New York. I went to the sports book, and uh, I took the Russell Wilson over passing yards in the season as a prop bet. I was like 3,600, like 100 more than last year. How, how on earth does he not hit that? They're, the defense is worse. There's no way they run as much as they did last year. That was just like you know, a historical outlier. They've, they've got some good weapons around them here this year. I think that's one of the easier prop bets out there. So if you if you got access to it, Go check the Russell Wilson uh, prop bet over, and if you can tie up your money, uh, that was the best one I found at the the sports book. So. Did you like the, the the food and all that stuff? I know you're like a foodie. Um, uh, how, how was it? No, well, the, the, there's a couple around here, and I mean, do you want to eat sports book food? You can get anything at the casino brought right to you. So, I mean, casinos usually have good eats anyway. So Duke just went to Mr. Mean mode. Do you think – what's your overall thoughts? This is kind of one of the hotter topics. I don't love Duke Johnson in Houston. I still think Lamar Miller – at best, I think it's like a 50-50 split. And they just don't pass enough to the running back either between Deshaun Watson scrambling, between the deep threats and Fuller and DeAndre Hopkins. Watson likes to push the ball downfield. As good as Duke is, I think Duke's probably better. They're not just going to phase out Lamar Miller. Um, I, I don't know if I if I'm buying into the hype of Duke Johnson. Um, it's honestly something like if you want to take shots on it, I get it. it it's just I'm with you. I don't I don't really love it. Um, let's see here. Like I would have taken Royce easily. I probably would have even taken Daryl Henderson before i hate kate Corey davis it's just uh, i i have i don't I even think him. i have one Corey davis share in the entire of 200 best balls yeah i don't have a lot of him either but yeah all right fitzgerald went i'm gonna take what tight ends are left here you can just round out with a couple of tight ends uh, i'm gonna take moncrief get that wide receiver two in pittsburgh all right. There'll be a lot of guys not drafted on here. Yeah, just looking at like <laughs> what's left, it's just crazy. Like when you've been doing like ten and twelve mans for so long, like doing an eight man. Um I got invited and somebody invited me to a six man the other day, so I joined. Um I like when listeners and stuff join like invite me to drafts. I, I think that's fun. So like you your your six man teams are just absolutely loaded. Oh, so yeah. It's just crazy. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take Kyle Rudolph. 
I like him. He was, he was like the wide receiver or tight end. He was like seven or something last year. Like points per game. Just, I mean, tight ends garbage. So, but I, I'm not too worried about Irv Smith. I expect him to be on the field quite a bit. I took Harry. I take Harry in every draft I can. I love him this year. I've talked about it a lot on these shows. Um, he's my highest owned wide receiver right now. Yeah, he showed like um, how he how he's going to win in the NFL, right? A little bit last night. I don't know if you saw, it, but he's just those back shoulder throws from Tom Brady, just pinpoint accuracy. There's going to be no way to stop Nikhil Harry, in my opinion. Because then you get Dang. some red zone touchdowns. I I love Harry quite a bit. I'm on board. Yep. I agree. We might even have time. Oh, actually, no. We got to get out. Do we got to get out of here right now? All right. We do have to get out of here. So we'll finish the rest of the. We'll finish the rest of this off air, guys. I don't forget. If you like best ball or you're looking for some information, go hit up the best ball kit. Thirty nine ninety nine, but you get a twenty five dollar entry into the best ball championship on draft. So it really only costs you fifteen bucks, and it's updated almost instantly with any sort of injury news or as things break throughout the preseason. Go check that out. Um, if you guys want to take it a little slower on this one, feel free uh, as you close it out. No need to finish it up right now. But Stevie, it's been fun. Uh, you got any final – you got one person you got to play in baseball tonight. Who is it? Um, Hunter Renfro takes – goes yard against – I like that. I picked him on my draft team. So uh, Stevie likes the Padres quite a bit. I'm on board with it too. Uh, thanks to all you for watching and play along. Thanks to Draft for sponsoring the show. Uh, and we out you. Bar six of my favorite place for a big Friday night. Some underpriced bats and a starting pitcher that already has 20 strikeouts against his opponent. Who are we talking about? Belly up to the fantasy bar and find out. Welcome back to the Fantasy Bar, guys. Pierce Daily Fantasy Six Pack ready to rock here with six guys fresh off the tap for you. Big Friday night slate as always. And we're going to give you some guys that I think are underpriced here on Yahoo, but guys I like all across the industry. So if you're playing on FanDuel, on DraftKings, these are still bats that I like. We will focus on the Yahoo pricing. And speaking of Yahoo, guys, football season right around the corner. Make sure you get over to Yahoo. Try out their new best ball product. If you don't know what best ball is, very simple. You draft. That's it. The computer automatically sets your best lineup. No trades, no waivers, no in-season management. Very easy for the busy people out there. Make sure you get over there and try out the new best ball product over at Yahoo. Now, let's get back to baseball. Let's win you some money over there. Let's start in the outfield. Lourdes Scurriel Jr., just $12. So we got to keep a close eye on the injuries. He hurt himself yesterday. I think he'll be back in that lineup. If he's not, we'll make the swap. So keep an eye on the comment section and on Twitter. But I didn't want to keep him out of the six-pack because I love this matchup for him. 382 ISO against left-handed pitching this season. 433 is that Woba. The ISO jumps up 
to 500 against fastballs. And that's Jay Happ's primary pitch against righties. In fact, he uses that 50% of the time. Not only that, but Happ's really struggle with righties, especially keeping the ball in the yard. 230 ISO allowed, hard contact rate, fly ball rate. You know I love that combo. Both over 40% here for Happ allowed two right-handed hitters. Guriel, way too cheap, is in that lineup, gets some exposure at just $12. Let's stay at that same price. Let's stay in the outfield with Justin Upton of the Angels. So his surface numbers against lefties don't look great. I get it. Don't let that scare you away. A lot of people are going to run away from that. The batting average on balls in play against lefties this season, sitting at 105. Anything under 300, the guy's been pretty unlucky. So to be almost at 100, he's been very unlucky. Over his career, been very solid against left-handed pitching. You see the career Woba, career ISO at 229. And I really like this matchup. Johnson only striking out about 17% of right-handed hitters. We know Upton strikes out a ton. So we can negate some of that with a guy like Johnson that's not going to come in there and mow people down. Not only that, but the Woba allowed for Johnson against righties over 500. The ISO approaching 300. I think the Angels in an under-the-radar good spot here tonight. And Upton at just $12 gives you a ton of upside in the heart of that lineup. All right, let's close out our outfield here with Marcelo Zuna, $16. So righty on righty, this guy's solid. 379 weighted OBA, 254 ISO, hard contact rate, approaching 50% against righties as well. And Chris Archer, a big name still. A lot of people may avoid him, but a guy that I still target against. Just not the same pitcher that he was in Tampa. And you see that hard contact rate allowed, a 356 Woba allowed, giving up power as well, a 210 ISO allowed. Like this game, but really love Marcelo Zuna here. Righty on righty against Chris Archer. So we like that game. Let's go to the other side with an underpriced first baseman and Josh Bell, just $12. Now, was it too long ago that Josh Bell was an MVP candidate in the first half of the season? And I get it. He's cooled off, but you get a massive ceiling here at just $12. Sitting in the heart of the lineup against Dakota Hudson, who we'll get to in a second. But the numbers against righties, this guy's numbers are still off the page. You know, a lot of that is because of the first half. When the ISO's over 300, the Woba's over 400, that is a good hitter against right-handed pitching. And Dakota Hudson, like I mentioned, struggles with left-handed hitters. 397 Woba, 45% hard contact rate allowed, and an ISO sitting at 220. Josh Bell going to heat up sooner rather than later. I think he does it tonight at just $12. All right, starting pitcher-wise, we're going to go to the high end. We saved you a lot of money. A lot of decisions to be made there. I'm going to roll Walker Bueller, $50. So Bueller, Strasburg, I think that'll be the debate for a lot of people here tonight. I'm going with Walker Bueller for the strikeout upside. Not to say that Strasburg does not have that. I don't think he has the level of ceiling that Walker Bueller possesses. We just saw a 15 strikeout game. The guy already has a 16 strikeout game under his belt as well. But against Arizona, last two starts have been great. 11 and 9 strikeouts in those starts. In fact, 9 or more strikeouts now in six of his last 10 starts. If you look at this Arizona lineup, six of the projected starters are lefties or switch hitters. So they're going to hit from the left side of the plate. He's done a great job holding lefties down. Just say 257. Woba allowed and only a 141 ISO allowed. So the strikeouts are there for him. The matchup is there for him. Love spending up tonight on Walker Bueller, my favorite pitcher. At $50. All right, it's time to take a look at my favorite play. But before I do that, guys, I want to know who your favorite play is. Who's your beast of the night here? Get in the comment section and let us know why you're there on YouTube. As always, I need two things, guys. I need you to subscribe to the channel. Lots of great videos coming out. 
you'll know when they're released, you'll know when the fantasy bar opens up, and I need you to hit that thumbs up button, guys. That's the tip jar here in the fantasy bar. If you enjoyed the video, all I ask, take a second, click that thumbs up button, guys. It really helps us out, and I greatly appreciate it. Now, let's take a look at my favorite play, No Mask, the Beast of the Night. time we're gonna stay under $20 here at third base with Manny Machado $17 tonight's beast of the night so first let's talk price here cheapest Yahoo price we've had on Manny Machado since middle of June and I'd still like the price on him on some of the other sites as well why this guy is crushing left-handed pitching 511 weighted OBA ISO at 405 form against lefties and Kyle Freeland, always a guy I want exposure to with right-handed hitters, especially the power hitters. Why? The guy always gives up some big numbers. 408 Woba this season, 311 ISO allowed, one of the bigger numbers you'll see. And, of course, the hard contact rate at 43%. I think the Padres in a very good spot here tonight, a very stackable team. But Manny Machado, the guy I want the most, the guy I'm good with cash games, tournaments, easily my favorite play on Yahoo and tonight's beats of the night. All right, guys, that wraps up here for Friday night in the Fantasy Bar. Any questions, comments, feedback, whatever you guys want to talk about, the comment section below the video is for you. You can also reach out and follow me on Twitter at BeermakersFan. For Rotogrinders.com, I am Beer saying salut. Best of luck tonight, guys. We'll take the rest of the weekend off. We'll be back next week with more from the Fantasy Bar and also football six-packs right around the corner. Yes, we'll be doing football once again this season, so keep a lookout for that. Good luck tonight, guys. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here next week. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current videos playlist.
How you doing there, everyone? It is another edition of the Yahoo Show here on Roto Grinders. I am Turd Ferguson, and we're going to be building some Yahoo lineups. If you haven't seen the show before, Yahoo has different pricing, and it's a great little site. And I am here with a guy who very much agrees with me in that sentiment, Kirk Deasy, the great. How you doing over there, buddy? The guy who put you on to Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, no, I got off of it, and then Kirk just kept crushing every single night and he's like hey you should play this and then me and him crush it every single night although on the rare occasions where we end up knocking each other out of the cash it's great happened last night happened the night before but it evens out how you doing over there kurt doing well Uh, i've been sweating some golf today um so a little light on the amount of mlb research but i feel pretty good about the slate we got a good slate uh it's good to finally do a yahoo show with you since both of us play a lot over there yeah i don't know how we haven't been on one together yet it's kind of ridiculous to me since we're two of what the top 10 players over there yeah it still my favorite site probably right now oh it's down it's my home court home turf home turf yeah and yeah, uh guys. home for football did you see that they were uh getting into it with fantasy draft last night because fantasy draft was like, we're the only ones that ever put up a 1 million rake free tournament. And Yahoo was like, actually we did that last season and we actually gave away 250 K and overlay. I think it was remember that or some, what did they give it? Or it was 250 K. It was negative 25% uh, management fee or 37.5 when you factor in everything else. Yeah. So we had a site Twitter war last night. It was pretty fun. Those are always fun. Those are always good times. I mean, I, I miss the days when they used to be 20 sites and they all go back and forth, but that's neither here nor there. We're living in the present. And guys, if you haven't already checked it out, best ball is live over on Yahoo. So go ahead, start a league today, join a league today, and get some best ball in. Also, just because I want to get all the promos out of the way, there are new people that join the RG Badge program. You join the Badge program, you do well in certain tournaments, and you get free premium for the month. People that have joined today, Corey Sr., I'm waiting for Corey Jr. to join, Jay Gruss, Ann Eridu, uh, RG423, number 5858, which is in fact a number. All of them have joined. You should join too. We'll drop the link in the chat there of how to join and get some free perks there. Lastly, don't forget to buy the best ball draft kit draft and you get a $25 best ball entry it's only $39 so essentially it's only $15 after that so now that the promos are out of the way Kirk you ready for the slate it's a good one I am a uh, quick question for NFL uh for somebody let's say who just wanted to start doing getting his research in tonight you know to start the, right now fresh where where was the first place to go to I mean, Roto Grinders. Are you talking about for preseason content for actual Not preseason season content time? to get ready for the upcoming NFL? I mean, I don't know. Where do you generally go? I, 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 that's why I, I haven't started yet. So that's why I was just going to you know, take your advice, but I, you don't have any. So forget that. I generally don't start until about seven to 10 days beforehand. And then I start and I realize, oh, I remember everything from last year. So I don't really need to do that much research. Then once it gets closer and closer, I look at target shares and all sorts of stuff like that. Basically. I'm sure our best ball content uh, is the place to start, right? Yes. Is that what you're fishing for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's updated constantly. It's good stuff. Uh, so go ahead and get started on that. But I am ready to get started with this slate. Let's start off with pitching here. There's one guy that, to me, 
is the clear cut number one option on Yahoo is too cheap. I want to lock him in. I might have a hundred percent of them. It's Walker Bueller. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong, man. It's, it's Walker Bueller. This dude's an absolute stud. Um, he is the ace, you know, people will say, uh, Ryu is, as the ace, but Walker Bueller is the real ace with the, the real rep- repertoire of pitches to get the high strikeout stuff. He's nasty. He's been on a tear, um, coming off of a, almost a 55 point performance, uh, albeit a uh, complete game and, uh, against, uh, the Padres, but, um, you know, Arizona, we have to temper our expectations maybe with the strikeouts. It's not the easiest of matchups, but he pitches so well at home. And, uh, yeah, he's my number one for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm all in on him today, I think. I don't know if I'll have a single lineup without him. It's just the upside is just absolutely massive. He doesn't walk, guys, and he strikes out, guys. That's all I really want in a pitcher, and he's got it. He's going up against the Diamondbacks lineup that's not bad, but – I mean, they're, they're susceptible, and they've got some strikeouts in there. So he's the guy for me, absolutely. He may be the best pitcher in the league right now, in all honesty. I don't know many guys that I can make the argument for otherwise, but that's just me. I'm way higher on him. Well, what about pivots off of him? So we got slightly cheaper guys in, like, you Darvish and Brad Keller and Trevor Bauer. Uh, we got guy, I got one guy more expensive than him in Strasburg. We've got Caleb Smith. There's a lot of guys here that are potential pivots. And also who are we going at for SP two? So um, I just uh, dawned on me that, you know, the new format of the show is grant is actually supposed to be game by game. Well, however, I always like to talk about pitchers first because that's what Yahoo always comes down to, right? Like it's the first place you go to when you're building your Yahoo lineup, right? Yep. It's cause you can, it's all about pitching and then there's always usually some value bats you can find. So it's, it's, you try to, you know, see what you have to work with up top first. So I, I commend you for this uh, navigation of the way we're supposed to handle this. But um, anyway, so Bueller number one, for sure. There's plenty of other options. Um, you know, we've got Strasburg. I want to get your thoughts on Strasburg because, you know, I think that's a pretty good pairing actually to make me feel pretty good would be to, pair Bueller and Strasburg that's usually the typical normal formula for my Yahoo lineups but we do have other interesting uh, options a little bit lower and then we have another guy who I want to hear your your take on uh, Trevor Bauer because this could be a a sneaky sneaky night to play him actually in my opinion and then uh, obviously we've got the, uh, the the guys the cheap ones down low like Drew Smiley and uh, I love Brad Keller um, and I'll get into that when we, you know, in a little bit. But uh, I want to hear your thoughts with Strasburg first. Okay, so Strasburg, he is the guy that is most likely to put up a big game outside of Walker Buehler. Um, He's got near a 30% K rate, doesn't walk a whole lot of guys. He's going up against a Mets team that has some bad bats in it, has some decent bats in it. Obviously, Alonzo's just going to hit a bomb off him because he does that every day. But Strasburg is one of the most likely guys to have a big outing. I've created one lineup so far over on Yahoo, and I think I actually went with Darvish as my SP2, but that's always up in the air. I'm waiting to see what bats end up coming out. And there's a lot of cheap bats, a lot of real underpriced bats that we'll get to later, but Strasburg is very much in play. I would not play him over Bueller. Absolutely not. Also, it's a little interesting. It's 81 degrees out there, so that could potentially cause a problem for him if you run the Sweatsburg narrative. But Mets are not a great lineup. But there's so many other good options. You're talking about Bauer. Bauer is the real interesting one. And 
I want to hear your thoughts because me and you love playing Trevor Bauer. But moving over to Cincy, I'm not sure if he's going to go that late into games anymore. They're not going to give him 120 pitches in all likelihood in most outings here. He's going up against the Chicago team that strikes out at an average clip, can walk quite a bit, and have a ton of power. It's not a good matchup. They can work the count. He's not going to go as late into games, which is what I really liked about Bauer. Like, try and sell me on. I think it's a pretty sneaky spot. Um, I do – I. I do get your point about not letting him go as deep because, you know, now that he's in the national league and they, there's going to be spots where they're going to, you know, pinch hit for him when, if, if there's a run producing spot, you know, somewhat late in the game, they did let him go 107 pitches in his last game. So that's nice. So we do know that this guy can, can go for a long time. His control has been down a little bit. Um, he hasn't had like that, great game yet for Cincy and I think it's coming you know I think it took him a little bit to settle in the problem is it's the ballpark it's the weather it's the Cubs right the Cubs are a pretty patient team and you know they don't strike out a ton there are some strikeouts in this lineup though and you know you do get the the pitching spot so I just feel like that there's a our upside first game coming with uh with Cincinnati and rumor is he's been getting along really great with Sonny Gray over there. And um, I just had, I, it, this isn't like a numbers based play or anything like that. A model models don't like him either, but I just feel like he's going to rip one tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't mind the call. It's just, I'm always worried about the pitch count when he's going away from Cleveland. But speaking of that, what about Mr. Bieber, Mr. Shane Bieber over here? In Cleveland, he's been absolutely fantastic all season long. He's got a long leash because he does play for Cleveland, which is great considering he's got a 30% K rate and a low walk rate. Nelson Cruz just went on the DL, so he's not going to be in the lineup here. He is facing a decent amount of lefties, which has given up a little bit more power on this year, but he does strike him out a higher clip. Top four in the lineup don't strike out, but the bottom five absolutely do. So they're above average strikeout matchup here. Like Bieber... He can go eight innings against this team, get 10 Ks. Like, he could put up an outing similar to Strasburg, and people aren't going to use him because it's going up against the Twins. But without the greatest player in the league, possibly right now, Nelson Cruz, they're not quite the same lineup. Yeah, correct. So that's a big bat that they lose. The The one big negative is just the the weather and the in uh, Minnesota. I know uh, Roth's weather edge really likes this spot for it's a uh, plus 23% uh, the home run department plus about 10% for total runs. Take that for whatever you think that's worth, but it is, uh, you know, over 80 degrees. There is uh, a nice dew point there. You know, we've seen these games have just been shooting out over there in Minnesota recently. And uh, so there's that risk against this really, you know, home run heavy lineup. You know, like you said, they lost uh, Nelson Cruz, which is a, a big blow to the overall strength of the lineup. But there's still not a ton of strikeouts. Um, I, I do like him. I do like Bieber, and I think he's in play for sure. I think there's tonight's a wide-open GPP slate. Like, I think you can just get really crazy with, you know, like your pitching combinations and uh, the large field stuff. And, you know, from, from an upside standpoint, Bieber is as legit as any of them. He's got a 30, almost a 31% K percentage just under Robbie Ray for the highest on the slate. His walks are low, um, almost as low as Walker Bueller's not quite down there, but you know, this is a, a command pitcher who's got nasty strikeout stuff and um, they're capable of mowing down anyone. So the upsides there is just a little bit higher risk in Minnesota for sure. 
Um, let's check out umpire data if we have any. All right, moving on over to lineup HQ because I can do whatever I want. I control the show right now, but I do enjoy your input here. Opening, opening, opening. I'm still talking. Uh, pick umpire data. Let's scroll on over here. Guys, if you don't have premium, making bad life choices. Ooh, extreme hitters umpire for Strauss. Don't have one out for Bueller. Extreme hitter for Stroman. Um, extreme yeah, hitter for Quantrill and Freeland. That's going to be interesting for bats over in San Diego. Hitter's umpire for Keller and Edwin. That's going to be interesting, but doesn't have too much of an effect. And just a few random pitcher umpires here, most notably for Smiley, who is an interesting guy at the bottom of the uh, pricing over on Yahoo, just $28. Smiley does have 30-point upside. Any interest in him tonight? Yeah, he's he's so the the he's the big question mark for the, the what you want to do with pitching tonight. It's whether you want to go two two studs or you want to go all the way down and go to Smiley because the price is just it's just too cheap, right? And he's in San Francisco. Um, he's been pitching well. Um, he salvaged himself big time in that uh, last start against the White Sox. He started off with disaster i think he gave up a grand slam and then uh got some strikeouts but the thing to remember is this is not a guy who throws heat like he's not throwing heat he did throw heat before he had all that problems i think he had tommy john and all that but you know people are saying well maybe he's back to his old strikeout ways i mean he's getting k's he got eight against pittsburgh he got seven against the white Sox. those are two easy matchups right now um pittsburgh has that uh, or that they don't strike out a ton, but they, they're just a terrible lineup. Um, did get five against uh, San Francisco recently. Now gets the, the ballpark upgrade. Um, it is the second time they see him, you know, right after since he's been improving. So that gets a little bit of a downtick, but the price is just simply too cheap. So he's the SP2 if you're trying to fit in all the bats. And, you know, the, the question I'm struggling with is whether I want to pay up for uh, a Strasburg type or a Bieber or um, maybe go kind of that mid-tier with uh, potentially Darvish um, or, you know, Brad Keller, who I love, actually, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, I know. I'm on the same page as you with Keller. I don't know if I'm going there with Yahoo just because his pricing for 40 bucks is not as great over on Yahoo. It is over on DK, but I might throw some spots in there. But eh, that's basically – pitching i mean kale smith and you darvish are very much in play but we should probably get to the bats in the normal form. Oh, let me let me go on brad keller here let me let oh, me give, please talk about me brad you, keller you know i love hearing about him let me give you a little spiel here so first of all we know detroit is just horrendous right we know that the, all they do is strike out um so what people don't realize is brad keller is throwing heat right now um and he's been for several starts so let me, uh, I had it pulled up somewhere. Just got to find it here. So, okay. So he touched great, almost, he touched 98 and a half miles an hour in his last start. He was throwing, he threw up to almost 98, but he's had a steady increase since basically the June 24th where he was throwing, you know, he was touching 95. He's now been touching 98 and the, the velocity has been steady. So like you, this is not someone you're thinking about who has a 98 mile per hour fastball, correct? 
No, he's not generally one I think about. I thought he was around 95 recently. Yeah, so, I mean, this guy's throwing heat. He now gets a, a strikeout matchup against Detroit. He's got a decent repertoire. There's always risk for blow-up with him. The strikeout numbers aren't high in general, but it's all about the matchup here, and it's the fact that he is does have the repertoire to get the Ks now, and he is throwing the heat. That should that – should, so if he's throwing heat again tonight against this lineup, then he should be able to – you know, rack up a bunch of Ks. I don't think people are going to play him on Yahoo because of that price at all. So I think he's an awesome GPP play. And he's like a kind of play that if I just convince myself, you know, all day, if I rip through like his, his pitch mix and whatnot, and I just really like it, I'll end up just going all in on this guy when no one, I know no one else will have, have him. I know that's not the safest thing per se for cash games, but that's the kind of the way I'll, I play. So um, he's in that mix right now for me. And so people should look at him more in this spot. Yeah, well, I'm going to be playing a ton of over on Fantasy Draft DK. Like his price over there, not doing it over on, um, what's it called, over on Yahoo. And the last cheap one is Tyler Beatty. Yeah, I just don't want to go Beatty here. Um, the difference between him and Smiley, $1, not worth it to me. So I'm going Smiley. But why Why are you going with Keller over you, Darvish? I mean – we know you Darvish has got great stuff, better stuff than Keller. Worst matchup, obviously, but he's got better strikeout stuff than Keller, even with his increased fastball velocity. He's only two dollars more. Like Agreed. But this is this is this, game, this is this is like an ego play for me. This is like where I remember like the other day, I, I think we were talking lineup stuff before Sean. I was like, I love Keller tonight. I couldn't I had to like move off of him for some reason. I think he got scratched. No, I had to move on someone else. So there was like a weather situation and I ended up having to get off of them for, for just to save money somewhere. And, um, but that's where it all started. So like, I finally have fully convinced myself I've got on board. He started off with like um, a great start against um, Toronto. I think it, no against, I don't know, uh, man, it was against Toronto, but then he, then he just totally, totally ended up being terrible and that's always going to be the risk with him but like this is just one of those ego plays where I think that nobody will be on and like I think I see something that other people aren't going to see and obviously people would uh you know play you Darvish first but you know it's a tough ballpark great American small park it's the the Reds have you know they now have the Punisher Aristides Aristides right yeah Aristides killed it last night um yeah so uh (laughs) Was that some fondling there? Yeah, it was just, you know. Anyway. Well, good um, thing everyone watching our show is over 18. Yes. Um, in, all, in an all-male audience. But um, <laughs> I'm Melissa in the chat. Listening here today. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mel. I was totally kidding. Um, but anyway, uh, it's the matchup with Detroit, and it's the fact that I think he's going to have a ceiling performance here. And uh, I get it. You know, the thing with you, uh, Darvish, is he's been great. The strikeout stuff's there. His walks have been down. He's looked like an ace that we used to remember him of, but this is a tough ask again today in that, in great American small park. Yeah. So. Well, we should get to some bats, right? We, we yeah. deemed it a little bit the, the first 20 minutes of the show and pitching. Yeah. Yeah. It gets good to bats. Let's do game by game. Right. So. All right. Let's start off with the Astros versus Baltimore Bundy. Another interesting guy. If it weren't in Baltimore and up against the Astros, but we know he gives up bombs and we know that Houston mashes everyone um everyone's over twenty dollars 
it's near impossible to do a full stack of them over on Yahoo unless you're going to Smiley BD lineup, which, you know, I may actually do that just for funsies. Um, like, are you looking at any of these bats or are they just all too expensive for you? Oh, no. Like this, if I'm playing, if I'm considering playing Drew Smiley, this is the, this is the reason why, right? Like to at least get one or two of these stud bats in the spot. Um, I mean, people are just setting home run records against, uh, against the Orioles. That bullpen is atrocious. Bundy is like their best pitcher, which is crazy. Um, well, actually, Woj is probably, but, um, Look, let's be honest. If Bundy were playing in San Francisco, he'd actually be very good. Yeah, he would be. And if he was on a different team and he had like a, you know, any reason to to play. I mean, this 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 team is just horrendous and I'm sure that their morale, I'm sure they all just don't care, especially at this point. You saw the fight in the dugout with uh Chris Davis. Um I mean, it's just a pathetic team and a pathetic bullpen and so yeah, I get it, but like the Astros are just going to be relentless here in this spot. Bundy has his home run issues. The weather should be good, right? Yeah, yeah, the weather's eighty five there. Yeah, I mean, I don't see like Jordan Jordan Alvarez probably double dongs here today. I mean, that's the thing with Bundy is he pitches more to soft contact to lefties, but Alvarez can just crush anyone at any given time ever because that guy is just an absolute beast. Um, so, like, Bundy, he doesn't give up a whole lot of hard contact, surprisingly enough. But yeah, he's, he's an anomaly. He gives up his hard contact rate is is very low. Yeah, it, I don't understand it, but he 30, just... 32%. It was actually lower at one point, but 32% hard contact, but it's home run to fly ball, 18.5% on 40% fly balls. So, there it is. Well, I'll look at something which is interesting on plate IQ. Um, let's just look versus righties. Um, the slider obviously is a massive out pitch, but it's his fastball. So his fastball has a ridiculous ISO. So it's basically if they guess right between his slider and his fastball, they're hitting it out of the ballpark. Whereas going lefty, going up against lefties, the home run late rate is slightly left, doesn't throw the slider nearly as much, goes with his changeup. So them guessing between the slider or between the fastball and the changeup isn't going to produce nearly as much home runs. Obviously, the curves in there, the sinkers in there. So there's a different variety of pitches in all reality going versus lefties, which is why he gets more soft contact, less hard contact, and gets less bombs. But if the righties literally just guess between fastball and slider and they get the right one, they're hitting out of the ballpark or they're striking out. Well, there's going to be a lot of home runs in this game. I agree. I agree very much. Depending on how long he lasts and how he pitches, it's just... just I mean, let's be honest. When the bullpen comes in, there's going to be more home runs. It's just going to be ridiculous, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so, yeah, you can play all those guys that are just expensive, but if you got Smiley in your lineup, it's not going to be that tough. Let's move on to the next game. Let me just see. How much is Bregman? Uh, Bregman is 22 bucks he's an interesting one at third Springer, base i mean they're all so those guys are all like if i can get to them i'm gonna be playing them springer bregman and alvarez i'm probably will end up with bregman in my my main lineup here but any any baltimore bats were just saying no wade miley uh his return back to baltimore um the Alberto actually does well against lefties, but, you know, I mean, Trey Mancini for GPPs, sure. Um, it, it's actually, this is a, 
Pedro Severino, I wouldn't mind playing a catcher. I mean, his numbers are just ridiculous against uh, lefties. And, uh, you know, it's still a, a good situation for them, um, for the, the batters because of the weather and whatnot. So you can pick off a few. I don't mind the stack for GPPs. It's a low-owned stack. And uh, Severino, if I, I wouldn't, you know, there's some better catcher plays. You know, Grindal is actually cheaper. And then uh, I forgot there's uh, – uh, actually, he shouldn't be in the lineup. But uh, Grindal is cheaper, but uh, I think he's a good pivot. I mean, he's got a 271 ISO, 383 Woba against lefties. Wade Miley's definitely been good this season, but uh, I think we can expect a little bit of production. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we just got a Houston lineup. Anything surprising there? Nope, exactly what it could be. Trinos. Okay, he made it. So nine bucks for Trinos is an awesome play too. And he's yeah. cheaper than Severino. Uh, who are you going with, Trinos or Grandal? Um, it'll come down to money. I mean – I probably I think Grandal will be more popular, but I think I'd rather. So if that's the case, I think I'd rather take the savings in Torino's. I don't care if he's batting eighth. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm probably there with you. Uh, and I mean, it's the road team, and it's Baltimore. There's going to be runs scored. He's going to get probably the same amount of at bats in all reality. So let's move on to the next game. No judge in this game, which makes me real happy because I was getting real sick of paying. You were going to lose money on him. Yeah, I just, just every night like, oh well, I got to pay ju- play judge. And it just destroys me. Um, but we got the Yankees versus the Blue Jays. Reed Foley, who's trash, half gives up a lot of bombs. What are we looking at in this game? I mean, Didi's too cheap. Torres is not in the lineup. Son of a biscuit. That makes things a little bit tougher. Uh, Ursula is 19 bucks, Not a bad option. LeMahieu, 23 bucks, A little expensive, but not a terrible option. Bachette is going to get a double or a home run or both like he does every single game. Everyone else is a little bit – oh, Guriel's not in there either. Son of a biscuit. Guriel was a cheap option at 12 bucks. Well, my life's completely done for. I have to change it entirely. But what bats are you looking at in this game? Um, I'm lower on the Yankees. Um, it would be, you know, especially with Judge out of the lineup now. I mean, I, ca- I just can't – I mean, I know – Urshela has been crazy hot right now and double donging every game. And they probably will go off again if they get into this Toronto bullpen, which is just horrendous. Um, but Reed Foley is actually pretty, he's not terrible, um, which is like a very high compliment for this Toronto Blue Jays pitching staff. So, and, and this Yankees lineup is watered down, right? Like they should not be performing that the way they are. Yeah, they're all stepping up. Uh, Taukman's playing like Mike Trout recently um, and uh, you know their prices let me see it there I'm sure their price Taukman you can't pay $26 for him right um, I'm not paying 18 for Maven even though he's been a great play recently um, you know Didi would be the play I guess for 18 bucks or if you believe in hot streaks and want to keep it going then you can run or shell about again uh, LeMahieu is interesting that he's at first base now um, if you want to make a, a spend up, but you know, I'm trying to fit in my top end pitching. And if I want to pay for bats, it's going to be Houston way over these Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm kind of in agreement. Although I don't mind DD's price at shortstop. Like it's, it, there's not a whole lot of guys that I love here. So it, it's DD for me. It was going to be Torres who's way too cheap, but he's not in the lineup there. Do I want pupusas for lunch? Pupusas, El Salvadorian. I like it. Yeah, they're fantastic. Get a little slaw on top, a little hot sauce, and oh my gosh. And there's a great place that's on Postmates that I'm going to 
order them during the show when you go on a on a tirade about someone. So I'm waiting for that moment to put in my order. Um, yeah, now that's pretty much it for me in this game. Let's move on to the next one. Well, let's talk. I mean, I, I think uh, it's int- uh, Jay Haps. Jay Haps, not the same. Um, and uh, going back to Toronto here, um, Randall Gritchick could hit a bomb. Any of these guys could hit a bomb, to be honest with you. Um, Vlad is an interesting GPP play at 20 bucks. He's, you know, definitely been heating up. Um, I don't mind the spot. I, Bo Bichette is just unbelievable, but uh, I just can't pay 26 bucks for him. I guess you can make, you can have some fun. Like somebody alluded to it. So, you want to play two say this. What do you, what, what's Bogart's price? Yeah. You get like, it's, it's 27. They're the same price. So in tournaments, the absolute perfect pivot off of Bogarts is either uh, Bo or it's the greatest player in the league possibly right now outside of Hoskins and Tatis, who's $22. People are going to go with Bogarts. Tatis is not going to be owned. And Tatis might be a cash game play for me over on uh, Yahoo just because there's so much value everywhere that we'll get to soon. So I don't mind Bo in tournaments. All right. Yeah, I mean, I, I – it's hard to argue. I mean, he's just, he's done nothing but hit. Yeah, he's good. Let's go on to the next game. Uh, people are going to be using this guy instead of Keller. Is Tehran going up against Caleb Smith. Caleb Smith, obviously a good pitcher. It's a good ballpark. I'm just going to say this. I don't think I have interest in a single guy from this game outside of maybe Duval at 14 bucks, but I think there are better options. Yeah, let me just cruise pricing here. Um I mean, I do like Oz, Ozzy Albies against lefties, but not Caleb Smith. Um, you know, it's interesting. If Caleb Smith gets blown up, then the, that bullpen is so bad that the Braves make an interesting stack after bust, busting last night. But, yeah, Duvall would be the price play, right? That looks somewhat reasonable. Actually, Charlie Culberson would be the the, the, the cheap punt price play. We really want to use him yeah. in an outfield spot when we can get Myers for two bucks more? Yeah, we really don't, but you could. Um, and, uh, yeah, there's not a lot to love. Um, maybe, uh, Isan, uh, the, the, the new young talented prospect who hit very well in triple uh, a and, uh, hit a homer off the Grom. So for 10 bucks batting second, I don't mind that, especially in the left side of the plate. Um, he's someone that I could play at second base. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, that's I'm it. fine with that, but that's really that's it. That's it. Maybe, yeah. maybe Grandy. I'd, I'd probably take Granderson. Uh, no, I'm done with that. He's batting in the eight hole. I'm done with him. He All is right. dead to me. I played him so many times on Yahoo and just took a zero. And then the one day that he actually that didn't play him and I pivoted to someone else, he hits a bomb. And gosh, I hate that guy. We're moving on. I'm just angry. Yeah, uh, that, I don't actually, like. I don't like Tehran tonight. I don't either. I he might be chalk, which is absolutely ridiculous to me. Just take Keller instead. Keller is the better pitcher in probably about the same match of just the worst ballpark. That's it. Bo, Bo, pay attention, Bo. Yeah. I was speaking to someone in chat. chat. All good. Uh, Nationals, Mets, Strauss, and Stroman. Another game where I'm probably just crossing it off. I mean, Stroman's a good ground ball pitcher. None of these prices really stand out. Strasburg's a good pitcher. The one guy that I would conceivably play is the guy that's probably going to hit two bombs in Pete Alonso. Only 17 bucks, a little bit too cheap here. But outside of him, like, everyone's priced up. I mean, go Ramos, but Torinos is a better play, or even Flowers is a better play. So I don't think I'm going with anyone here. Yeah, I'm all set on trying to take some uh, overperforming Mets bats against Strasburg right now. So, um, 
yeah, no thing. I have no interest. Um, I guess I don't really have, and Stroman's, you know, this park should be good for the, the way Stroman pitches. So I don't have a ton of interest on the, uh, on the national side either. I'm just, I'm just crossing this game out besides whether I take Strasburg or not at pitcher. All right. And let's answer some QQs real quick with Trout as a one-off. Would you go DD or Upton? Um, with Trout as a one-off? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Probably referring to fantasy draft. No longer be a one-off anymore. Um, but uh, wait, yeah, he's like they're that's irrelevant. On it's outfield versus DD or Upton. <laughs> Give me the price on Upton. Yeah, Upton's cheaper. Like that doesn't make they don't play the same position. It's probably fantasy draft. I don't know if they're the same price. So, yeah, uh, thoughts on Gino Gonzalez? Gio Gonzalez versus the Rangers. Um, it's interesting. I just like other pitchers more. I mean, there's, he did flash some strikeout upside. I don't really buy into it. Um, Texas will strike out for sure, but, uh, yeah, I'm going to pass on that. Yeah. Last one thoughts on a Seattle stack or Archer. Um, I don't, I'm not an Archer guy. Um, and, uh, a Seattle stack versus Beaks. I mean, what what are the chances they're really going to go off here? Yeah, I mean, not many of the guys have power. I mean, you can go. I Murphy, mean, you can play your boy Austin Nola at second for nine bucks. <laughs> it's just so funny how he keeps getting me home runs versus lefties, even though he has no real power. It just keeps happening. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a Nicky Delmonico situation. Doesn't have power in the minors. Goes to the majors. Has power. No idea why. But let's move on to the next game here: Cubs Reds. Darvish struggles a little bit versus lefties. We've got Van Meter for nine bucks, Votto for eleven, Winker for thirteen. Over on the other side, not a whole lot of guys that want to target with Bauer, but I don't mind Rizzo's price and Half's price at nine bucks. Are you looking at any of these guys? Um, I kind of want to play my boy um, Aquino, uh, the Punisher, Aristides, but um, he's man. If you do, all you have to do with that guy is just not throw him strikes. And he will swing and chase. Um, and it's very apparent. And I think Darvish is a good enough pitcher to have that he should blow him away here. So I'm less high on him tonight. Um, Van Meter looks interesting for nine bucks, right? Doesn't he kind of? Yeah, um, yeah no, he's, he's one of the guys like he, he may make it into my main lineup. It's like if he fits and you need it for like your, your overall lineup, like you're taking a guy batting cleanup in Great American Small Park. Now there's pinch hit risk potentially, but. Um, since I was in the line, I, I don't know. Uh, I think he's a fine play. Um, and uh, I don't really want to pick on Bauer, although if things go bad, I guess they could, you know, just blow up on him. But, uh, I mean, Ian Happ is the greatest hitter of all time in Great American Small Park. Um, he's crushes in that park for some reason. Yeah, he's $9. Yeah. Um, that's Yeah, he's he's got that home run upside for sure, especially against Bauer. Yeah, yeah, he's like, like I said, I'm outfield is so interesting, and I'm glad Judge isn't in the lineup tonight because there's so many guys under 13 bucks and under over on Yahoo um, that you can potentially play. And so, yeah, Hap, who is good versus righties, and Bauer, who struggles versus lefties, he's one of those guys in the outfield I'm looking at. Same with Van Meter. Let's move on to the next game. We're not playing anyone against Keller, right? Um, I mean, I'm just. 
well, I, I guess uh, somebody can get lucky and get a Harold Castro bomb again. Uh, son of a biscuits. Uh, um, I mean, I, I don't have, I mean, Victor Reyes is leading off for seven bucks. So that's like a guy, I mean, it's a leadoff batter for seven bucks that could make your lineup. What would you rather play Reyes or Will Myers versus Freeland batting second? Um, I mean, I would take Will Myers, but yeah, if, if Will Myers may not bat second tonight, but, uh, and Will Myers also is not very good this season. But, uh, yeah, I would go for the home run upside for sure with Myers. Yeah. All right. So we're done with Detroit. What about Casey? There's one guy that stands up to me that I absolutely love. Oh, wait. This is so Edwin Jackson is returning tonight. He's still in the league. Oh, my God. So we have to like Casey. We have to like Alex Gordon for $11. We have to like Horton. Well, Solaire is like the ultimate of GPP plays for twenty-seven bucks because who's going to play play him for twenty-seven? Yeah, and Dozier, when we have uh, what's Ursula, we have Devers. Dozier's not going to be owned, and he could. Yeah, but he just double donged last night, so he might get a little bit. But uh, I mean, this this is an interesting stack for sure against Edwin Jackson and that bullpen. Um, yeah, that top the top uh, the top four have. Uh, have the ability to put up a lot of runs in this spot. Yeah, uh, but there's one guy you didn't even mention him. Ryan O'Hearn for seven bucks for seven dollars against Edwin. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you want a min price guy that's most likely to get a bomb. It's O'Hearn, and it's not even close. I absolutely love him tonight. He's going to be in my main build. He's going to be in most of my builds. Allows me to get Strauss and Bueller or Bueller and. Bieber, whoever, but yeah. Solaire, Dozier, very good tournament plays. Gordon, O'Hearn, very good cash and tournament plays. Witt, if you really want to round out a stack, I don't mind it. But let's move on to the next game, Red Sox, Angels. Going to be some runs scored here, 11.5 total here. There's some interesting price tags. So we got Upton at 12 bucks, Calhoun going lefty-lefty for 16 bucks, And then we got just great bats over on the other side with Boston, not our boy, Travis, because they're going up against the righty, sad. But Moreland's in there for twelve bucks. Who are you looking at in this game? Um, man, the Red Sox are just going to let everybody down as usual. Um, it's just painful watching these guys hit. Hit. Um, you know, Baria is bad. I mean, he is very bad. Gives up a ton to the right side, which is great for uh, the right-handed batters of like Mookie Betts and JD. So those guys are obviously great plays tonight. Um, Devers, you know, is, is probably the best overall Boston bat this season. Well, him and Xander. So they're obviously good plays. Ben Attende. I mean, this is, this is a, this is probably going to be a pretty chalk spot for bats, correct? Yep. Um, But I prefer Houston. You know, if you had to make me, choose between Houston or Boston. I'll take Houston in a heartbeat. Nice. How many pupusas do I order? Four. I think that's the correct amount. I think you're right there. Um, I I have a lot of interest in the Angels side. (laughs) Um, Brian Johnson is terrible. Um, Are you strictly targeting righties versus them, or are you going lefties and righties? um, I mean, it's it's righties are the preferred but once you rip into this Red Sox bullpen then it's game on for anyone but Trout stands out as one of the best plays on the slate in with the the massive park upgrade 
Fenway against an awful pitcher in Johnson, um, who's, you know, allowed a 283 ISO um, with a low K percentage, you know, 8.5% value hit percentage. Uh, Upton is a guy that's, you know, it's pretty much easy. They're going to hit a bomb or just strike out for you. But uh, tonight is a he's cheap and uh, he's going to be batting cleanup. Most likely is the lineup. Uh, yeah, he's batting cleanup. So he's a he's an awesome play for outfield. So he'll probably make my main lineup, to be honest with you. Upton, yeah, I don't mind that. I and mean, uh, Fletcher, it depends how how, uh, how I go at pitching. And then uh, Fletcher, I think, is a fine play at shortstop for eleven bucks. He's going to put the ball in play, especially against Johnson, and uh, he gets the park upgrade. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to the next game: uh, Cleveland versus Minnesota. Here, Bieber versus Smeltzer. Not a whole lot of interesting price tags. I don't mind Polanco at fourteen bucks there, even going up against Bieber. Like it's just shortstop's tough. Outside of him, I mean, Marwin. Like, there's some decent ones over on the Cleveland side. You got anyone in mind? Uh, Marwin, if you really need it for seven bucks. Again, there's a lot of guys at nine bucks. If I can't get up to nine bucks, then maybe. But I hate Marwin Gonzalez. Yeah, I hear you. But uh, there's probably better spots. But um, you know, and then Pickett trying to go against Bieber. But uh. What about against Smeltzer? And Smeltzer's going to get some love here at $25. Is he? I mean, with Smiley and Beatty? I think he might. I'm not going there. I'm not touching Smeltzer. I mean, he, I get he's been fine at certain points, but it's Cleveland. It's not an easy spot. I don't know. What about Framil Reyes for 11 bucks? Dude, this guy is – something is wrong with him mentally right now. Have you watched any of his at-bats lately? I have not. I have not watched Zero. It. He has not even come close to making contact. Like, he's just an auto strikeout every single time, and it's embarrassing. Um, and there's, you know, there's now all the pressure on him, and they're saying that he's pressing and for the pressure. But, I mean, he's going to erupt at some point. He's, you know, he's going to hit bombs. Um, he's got the platoon advantage. He's 11 bucks, so I get it. But, like, I'm not – I would much rather play Upton, who's also he been bad. Is that he moved from San Diego to Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't be happy there, but pouting. I'd be pouting. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe he's just drinking his sorrows away. Who knows? I don't. Know. I'm not even sure if he's 21 yet. Um, if Puig is back, um, he would be. He would be a good play for 15 bucks. Um, you know, there's this. This is a good spot for the weather edge allegedly. So, uh, and uh, you know, the Twins have definitely been giving up a lot of runs re- recently. So. You can find some home runs here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Next game, Rangers, Brewers, Geo versus Allard. Guy making his second career start. Um, pricing, not that real, not really interesting. I mean, Andres is 10 bucks, but you, you and me both hate playing him. Grandal's there for 11 bucks. Without, it's between him and Chirinos for me. Mustaka's not bad at third base at 15 bucks here. Pena, if you need a different catcher for the exact same price as Grandall for some reason. Kane, 13 bucks. Like, who are you looking at here? Um, yeah, Kane, um, if, uh, if he's, he should be back in the lineup, they, uh, they, they put him in the game last night after sitting out a day. So um, I like him if, uh, if he's leading off. I, I'm sh- um, yeah, I didn't expect Yelich to get in the lineup. I don't think he'll make it. So I don't see a lineup yet, but I don't think he's going to be in there. 
But uh, I mean, it's hard to argue against uh, Keston Hura, right? Like speed and power from the the two, two, three, or four spot in the lineup somewhere um, in a decent matchup against uh, Allard, who's a, was a pretty good pitcher down in AAA and has some strikeout stuff and whatnot. But like, it's this is a tough ask against the Brewers in uh, Miller Park. So you know. Um, and then you get uh, Ryan Braun for 16 bucks, who I always have interest against a lefty, especially a young uh, lefty that doesn't have a lot of experience. So, yeah, I, I mean, I like a lot of these guys. Uh, and then uh, I, I think Elvis Andrus is a great play for 10 bucks at shortstop, even though I hate playing this guy and he just isn't very good. He hits a lot of line drives and uh, ground balls. So, probably going to have to get some singles and whatnot, maybe some doubles, but uh, 10 bucks seems pretty, pretty nice. Don't you agree or no? I just hate playing him. I'm yeah, done. I mean, he, he sucks, but. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've played him, not going to lie recently, occasionally, but it just never works that well. I want some power upside and in, it's in, in Texas, it's a different thing in Milwaukee. It's still a decent ballpark, but. Not as much varieties, and he's uh, not going to give a bomb. Let's go to – apparently we're lagging behind. Let's move on to the next game. Cardinals, Pirates, Archer going to give up some bombs. Edmonds, 7 bucks. Fowler, $11. DeJong, $15 if you want a slightly cheaper guy. Carpenter, $9. That's an interesting one. Uh, are you using any of these guys or even on the other side, Josh Bell, for just $12? That is too cheap. I mean, he's been he's been worth less than twelve dollars recently. Um, he's been in a severe decline. All of his batted ball profile, everything. He's just so they gave him like a few days off in a row. I uh, forgot how many games off to kind of clear his head and whatnot. We'll see if that works. But um, I just don't. I just think the Pirates are awful. Period. As a team, I guess the one guy that I would like I would play if needed would be Adam Frazier at second but I'm not in love with it. Um, other than that, I just don't really have any interest. Osuna, you could play, but uh, I don't really like it. Um, I guess, I mean, the 12 bucks is tempting based on the, the first half performance of Josh Bell, but man, he's just been struggling. Um, Edmund is the guy on the other side on the Cardinals that this is really cheap, although there's a lot of opportunity cost to playing him, but his price is so cheap that you can find, you know, bats to make up for, for it. So I do like that. I like uh, DeYoung um, and Carpenter is interesting at nine bucks, but he's struggled this year mightily too as well. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, like I don't mind Carpenter, even though he's been trash. He's two bucks more than Edmonds. Lefty going up against Archer. He can hit a bomb, but I don't know. Let's move on to the next game. Dodgers, Diamondbacks, Ray, Bueller. I don't know if I want – and I don't want to fate play anyone against Bueller. And then against Ray, like, I'm not paying 19 bucks with Pollock. I'm not paying 19 bucks for Turner. I'm not playing Tyler White ever again. Like, I think this is a cross-off game. Yeah, no, for no, no, no bats for sure. It's all about pitching here. And it's just, I mean, it would be the straight, it would be for GPPs just to try to be, get a completely low-owned bad play that will go off, right? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, who doesn't really have a big enough GPP for me to need to go down there? Yeah, like I'm, I think you can, you can. I mean, it would, it would be 
taking some of these Dodgers, especially if like Pollock gets back in the lineup tonight, then, you know, but he's, he's priced up, but you know, you could play him if he gets the lead off spot Bellinger, you, you could play, you know, always, um, you know, if Ray struggles in this one, then uh, some of these guys will work out. But yeah, like you said, I, I'm not, I'm not getting on the Tyler White. I, I'd much rather play O'Hearn. Yeah, let's move on to the next game where I've got some interest. Not in the Rockies' bats. Quantrill's not great, but I mean, everyone's surprised about where they should be. You can take a shot on Arenado, but these Padres bats. Tatis may be my favorite shortstop. Will Myers is way too cheap at nine bucks if he's batting second. Renfro is way too cheap for eleven bucks going up against a real bad lefty. Machado's price is all right. Like I like a lot of these bats. Am I wrong or are you just crazy? This is one of those Grant specialty spots. Um, the I'll probably overlook it. I'm not in love with it because I, I mean Machado's got to produce at some point, but man, he's just been awful recently and he you know he he uh what really made me angry is I just needed a point out of him the other night and uh he hit a ball he he kind of roped the ball up the middle uh where the guy made a diving stop but he didn't run it to first so because he kind of assumed it was going to go through and then they threw him out and uh that cost me my night and uh so I can't play him ever again because of that who's that Manny Machado so I mean he's pissed off a lot of people this but season. Renfro for 11 bucks, sign me up. Yeah, he's a lock and load here. And Myers, if he is batting second, pretty darn close to a lock and load going up against Freeland. But, yeah, just play these guys. And then Tati's, like, perfect pivot off of both guys. Just why, why, why is Pepsi coming in here on your show and telling you to suck it? I mean, dude still owes me butter tarts because of some ridiculous bet I made with him. And... I just want to get moderate. You're not. You don't have moderator privileges either, do you? Yeah. What the? F- I've been here like the longest. What the? Give me moderator. Let's. Can we get like a make, make Kirk a moderator? Everybody, like, like, start posting that, please. I just want yeah, to be able. To I, to be able I got a quick trigger finger, and some people like to talk a lot of smack in uh, in RG chat. I would just start banning people left and right. Anyone who insults Hoskins is automatically getting banned. So that's why I'm not allowed to have one. And it'd be fun. It'd be a good time to ban some of these clowns, you know? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it would. Uh, We've still got to make a lineup. We've got two more games. Rays, Mariners. I don't want to use any Mariners bets. Tom Murphy's fine at 10 bucks. Over on the Rays side, no one has a great price outside of Aguiar at uh, 10 bucks. That's pretty much it for me here. Yeah, this is this is a stack that could win GPPs though tonight. Um, is just picking on Seattle and that atrocious bullpen. Uh, Marco Gonzalez has, you know, he's not the the worst pitcher, but he has struggled this year. He's been good recently. Yeah, he's come he's come back to life here. But like, you know, we could see a bad performance and then rip into that bullpen. Um, Darno, no one's going to play at twenty two bucks. Um, Bam uh, is interesting. Um, you can, you know, Garcia's been bad but you know does have the home run upside Aguilar as you said I mean there's a lot of like home runs here right like a lot of home run power there's Aguilar there's Garcia there's Darnold there's Fam. so this could be like a even Duffy could be interesting but this could be a stack that that pays off uh in the in the the big GPP they have tonight so I do like that uh, other than that I mean I'm not on any of these guys for my main build it would only be Aguilar if he makes the cut but I think I'll probably just go O'Hearn now that he's so cheap 
Yeah, can't beat a min-price bomb. <laughs> Pepsi's coming at me. All right, last game. I want no bats. <laughs> Phillies, Giants, eight and a half total here. It's 62 degrees. Like, these are two mediocre pitchers. I'm, Brandon Belt's dead to me, as I believe he is to you. Um, Scooter's 10 bucks, who's also dead to me now that he's playing for the Giants. Everyone else is too expensive. Hoskins, 20 bucks is not worth it for me, which is sad for me to say. But yeah. Pepsi's bringing the heat. Pepsi's bringing the heat. I like it. I like it, Pepsi. Keep it going. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm not interested in many bats here. Um, it's just like, I don't know. I'm not paying 21 bucks for Harper in that park. I like both of these pitchers, to be honest with you. Like, this is like, these are the two pitchers. If you want to go all the way cheap, you play both of these guys together. So yeah. uh, I don't see a single bat. Vanden uh, Belt, I've already uh, eliminated from my player pool for the entire rest of this season. Um, and uh, I feel good about that. Man, one thing Pepsi does have right in life is he loves Cheesecake Factory. <sighs> Canadians. He's Canadian. What can you do? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's build a lineup real quick. I'm throwing in. we got six minutes. And maybe we can make some questions. I'm throwing in Bueller. You have zero choice about this. Do you want to go down to Smiley, or do you want to throw in your boy Keller? I love Keller. So we could do a Keller lineup, or we could be uh, the Alphas and play Bauer with uh, with Bueller. Uh, your choice. Uh, I'm going Keller. Ball's yeah. out. Um, I mean, Keller is such a good play tonight. People don't understand. He'll probably crash and burn in my face, but like all sign, all all signs point go. All right. Uh, Catcher, do we want to go Grandal or Torinos? Torinos. Boom. Against the Bundy Bomb, first base. Are we going all the way down to O'Hearns? Do it. O'Hearns, too cheap, guys. Too darn cheap. Second base is a little bit interesting. You can go up to Altuve. We got 15 bucks left per player. Let's not waste our, our expensive on Altuve. Let's take a let's, – let's, if we're going to spend that money, we're going to take uh, Alvarez in the outfield or Springer, but – yeah, I mean, but who's who's cheap at second base? I feel like there was someone that we had that I can't remember off the top of my head. Like, who's the play at second base? Do we just leave it open and come back? Um, there was uh, your boy, Austin Nola. There's Adam Frazier for cheap. There's uh, – I mean, we want yeah. – no, we, we want we want uh, Keston Hira. Hira, he's 20 bucks, right? Yeah, we want to spend – we want him, though. Boom, I like it. Third base, I feel like there was someone else cheap you, here. You, too. Liked, you, liked, you liked Carpenter. I'd, I'd begrudgingly like Tar Carpenter. You liked Edmund. I'm fine with Edmund. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say liked. Uh, I mean, like I, the price on him. Yeah, I like the price. I'm throwing Edmund in because I just hate third base. Maybe we'll change it later. Uh, we're throwing in Tatis. I mean, I'm not, but you will. I would rather take is wait is Bregman third or short here? He's a uh, never mind. Third. We can we can throw Bregman in. Um, I mean I love Bregman. We can just go with a cheap old outfield. Well, we, we can go. We can bucks. go if we go Bregman. We'd have oh you put you put Tatis already in. Oh yeah, I put Tatis in. I'm not letting you take him. You know who I was gonna take Andres. Oh no, f that. Now we got ten bucks left per player. You know what we well, can do? Well, the, we've got to do Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. We Will Myers, Will Myers and we've got a three-man San Diego stack up against one of the worst pitchers in the league right now. All right. Yeah. So we've got 10 bucks left. 
looking at it, we got not a whole lot of options. We can go Hap, we can go Van Meter, we can go Peralta. Like, mm. keep going. What do you think? <laughs> keep going. I mean, oh, yeah, like any of those guys. We got Reddick, we got Wilkerson, we got Reyes, your boy. We got Culberson, we got Granderson. We got horrible. Martin. We can fit Reyes. We can fit in Reyes. Would you rather have Reyes or Van Meter or Hap? Um, Reyes or who would you say? Or we can't get. Van let's Meter, find Ian Hap. Yeah, just boy. find find a dollar to get. Wait, we have eleven. You said we have ten. Oh, find two dollars to get to Upton. All right, let's see Upton. That dr makes us drop down. Where do we drop down? We can drop down at catcher with Torinos and go down to not Mathis. Definitely not Mathis. That's tough. Um, there's not really anything great. All right, Ian Happ it is. Call it in a show. Yeah. Yeah, we're going Ian Happ. We got two minutes left, but I don't care. I got pupusas on the way. Gosh, I love them. Guys, if anyone doesn't know what a pupusa is, you are missing out. Uh, we got breaking news. Wide receiver Antonio Brown has told team officials he will not play again unless he gets to wear his old helmet. Oh, uh, gosh. That guy. What a diva, huh? I mean, oh, he's man. gonna he's gonna be dust anyway. He just took the he, he he can't walk right now. I don't think. Uh, see those feet, man. Those are attract. Those are some good looking feet. Yeah, yeah. That was not a good call on his part. I mean, the callus is entirely froze off, so I gotta assume that he's got to recallus his feet over the next month. It's gonna be painful. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been fun. Kirk, just give me one home run call. My my feet are beautiful. You see these bad boys? Look at my feet. Beautiful. Uh, home run <laughs> call. Uh, I'm going to say Alvarez hits two. And uh, for a cheap, Renfro finally hits one tonight. Um, I'm saying Tatis hits two. And O'Hearns also hits two. Right. Boom. It's been fun, Kirk. Always great time. Brad, Brad oh, Keller throws an absolute gem tonight. Oh, I hope he does, too. I hope he does, too. I will have a lot of him. But it's been fun. You got Dean. You got Pepsi next. Both of you guys suck it. We're out of here. See you, kids. My name is Peter Overzet, and I've drafted over 14,000 teams in Drafts Best Ball Championship. Without a doubt, 
I am the clear favorite to take down the million dollar top prize. I've perfectly balanced and diversified my portfolio by drafting throughout the offseason from a variety of different slots, all while sniping value at every single twist and turn. Pew, 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 pew. As a way to manually track my exposures, I print off and file every single one of my best ball teams, okay? I prefer to laminate them and then put them in my specific best ball cabinet, sorting them both by roster construction and by date drafted. Now, even though I am the premier high-volume shark in this draft best ball championship, there are some things I can't even account for, things out of my control. And sadly, some of these 14,000 teams are dead on arrival. This is just a hard truth, something I have to come to grips with. Every day, I'm scrolling through Twitter, scrolling through Twitter, faced with the fact that some of these teams cannot win anymore. Mm. Take, for instance, this team, this team without Tyreek Hill, okay? I thought for sure he was going to get suspended, okay? But then he didn't, and this team doesn't have him in the 11th round, so it's done. I will have to reprint that one out if he gets caught smoking weed, though. I drafted Melvin Gordon at 105 in this one. Uh, yeah, while someone else got Justin Jackson in the 19th. See you later. Oh, no. Oh, no. I took Zeke. 101 in this one. Dudes are getting him at 105 now. You think this thing has a shot? Forget about it. No way. Tom Brady selling his house in Brookline. I only have him on 4% of my team. I could swear I had a Demera Crockett team in here somewhere.
is going on, Rotor Grinders? Dean here. It's Dean 7904 if you want to get all technical on me. Yeah. Actually, what? Dude, what are you? Pepsi? Sorry. What happened? My bad. I was excited. They told me to bring the energy. I guess I just I jumped the gun a little. My bad. Go ahead. Bring ener- Nobody told you to bring energy. Yeah, the fly. That's my bad. Totally on me. You go ahead. Well, the funny thing is we were a minute early, and I was going to say we're at, it's actually, you know, 4.59 on the East Coast. But now, since you burned 30 seconds, guess what? It's now 5 o'clock on the East Coast on the dot, 2 o'clock on the West Coast, 4 o'clock Tennessee time, which, of course, Pepsi, we have the flagship show here at Runner Grinders. It is called, it's called Grinders Live. It's sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today, uh, as you may remember from such things as rudely interrupted me 30 seconds ago, <laughs> what's going on, Pepsi? Yeah, baby. Happy to be here. I'm excited. It's a fantastic slate. I struggled all day trying to figure out what I was doing to cash. I mean, there's so many options to have, so many pitchers to be had. Finally, I just bailed, and I feel really good about it. I like to play both cash and GPPs in these monster slates. I feel like I can narrow down, usually pretty good. I don't get lost too often there, but I'm lost today. So today, strictly GPPs, the pressure's off. Sit back, make a ton of lineups, and enjoy the slate. Yeah, you know what's funny? Uh, the massive tournament, uh, the massive slates, I mostly like to play cash games as well, too. It's a full, well, it's 14 games. There's a game going on right now, I believe, Oakland, and, or maybe in, the white, in a few minutes, so Oakland's playing the, the Athletics. That's the same team. They're playing the White Sox, right? Yes, you know? good for you, Dean. I mean, now you're all rattled completely. Is that my fault, too? <laughs> it's an in-game scrimmage for Oakland versus the Athletics, apparently. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. So it's a full uh, you know, 28, 28 teams throwing baseballs today. And yeah, there's some really, really good pitching, but I, I'm more excited about tournaments today. It's funny you say that. We haven't uh, discussed anything just yet as far as this lead. Our entire pregame show is surrounded around basically tipping. <laughs> you yeah, know, you have a thing with tipping. You don't want to get off of that. And uh, again, I really believe it's all about service. I'm happy to over tip and I'm happy to under tip based on service too. So yeah, this is, sounds like I mean, if somebody's rude and, and ignorant or doesn't do a great job. I still don't think they get a 20% tip. I disagree. You know, I think you need to earn that. But if you're, you know, if you're good to me, I got no problem being good back to you. You're going to have to get a blog, Pepsi, because we can't fully dive into that one because, it's, like we said, it's a full. I'm uh, out. What? I'm out. That's it. I said my piece. <laughs> I want to discuss this more, though, for sure. I know you do. You want you, you just always assume I'm wrong somehow for some reason. I, I, I can't win with you. No, don't be don't don't make don't make any assumptions there. You know what happens when you make assumptions, right, Pepsi? Do they have that saying in Canada? Ah, oh, boy. <laughs> Has it made its way up there? I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. Uh, all right, enough nonsense, Pepsi. This is this is a, a legit a full slate. Got to break it down in just a second. Obviously, do again. We want to give the shout out to the new people that are rocking the Rotor Grinders badge. Of course, if you guys are not rocking the badge, why not? We're incentivizing you to do so. You can get yourself one month of free RG Premium. Uh, to do so, just finish in the top 10 of certain contests. Being, uh, just get on the board, basically. Not even, you don't have to be on the podium. Not even the top three. Just get in the top 10 of certain contests. Devin, fabulous multitasking producer is going to go ahead and drop that link in chat for you guys right now. Not just the Rotor Grinders chat, but the YouTube chat as well. Hi, YouTube. Feel free to like and subscribe over there and jump on over here to Rotor Grinders. It's good times. These are the people that signed up yesterday, Pepsi. You ready for it? Are you going to butcher any of these names here? I don't think so. I gave it a pre-show, like, uh, one over, and they, they seem pretty simple for the most part. Yeah. Uh, You've but- done a really good job so far. These names are disappointed because I was hoping that you'd butcher a few of them. I really thought you would have. Uh, number 5858, uh, I.G. Russ. I believe that's how we're going we're to go that's with it. That's a J, by the way. J.G. Russ. Is it? Oh, man. If you want to get all technical. 
Well, I's and J's are kind of tricky, and I have like in small font on my little side monitor, so I apologize to JG Russ. Thank you for <laughs> busting out the red pen on me. Uh, RG423. Uh, and what, what's the last one there, Pips? You can knock it out for us. Finish. The people want the, a special Are you missing Corey Sr., or did I miss that one? Well, I was going to close strong, and I guess I did miss that one, too. <laughs> I've done a terrible yeah. job on this. <laughs> I mean, Corey it's Sr. tough. Anna Rude H? Anna Rude H. I'm going that way. Uh, okay, sure. Best yeah. I got. Best That's I got. Fair enough. Uh, there you go. And again, you guys, if you finish in the top 10 of certain contests, rock the RG avatar uh, around the industry. Uh, you can go ahead and win yourself one month of Rotor Grinders Premium. Uh, also want to mention, of course, the sponsor of the show, Fantasy Draft Break Free DFS, 100% of fees paid to winners 100% of the time. And uh, Pepsi, they released their – we'll dive into it, I'm sure, uh, later on in the, you know, as we sneak up to it. But they, they dropped their NFL stuff yesterday, million-dollar tournament, uh, $20 buy-in, 150 max, no rake at times. Of course, there is you know, a uh, membership fee, but – it's significantly less if you do the math, uh, you know, than, uh, you know, around the industry, significantly less. You can save literally thousands, but uh, we'll dive into that later on as we come closer and closer to football, obviously, but Pepsi, that's it. That's all the nonsense. That's all, that's all the frills as far as uh, let's get the shenanigans out of the way. Let's talk about the slate. And like you said, uh, well, I don't know if you're just trying to dodge, you know, taking a stand as far as certain pitchers, as far as cash games tonight, uh, we have some pretty clear and obvious uh, you know, hit, you know, hitters the roster uh, that are kind of most of them are kind of expensive. Also, by the way, you know who's back in our lives? Edward Edward Jackson. I love what? it. I love it. Speak of taking a stand, you're the one that generally gets ten percent of everybody. I lo- I do like to take a stand, and uh, even though I'm not playing cash, I'll still tell you exactly what I would do if I was. Twinkies, cockroaches, and and uh, and Edwin Jackson—the things that'll just never die. They'll never go away. Uh, <laughs> With a godfather, once I think we're out, just wrote me back in. What is this like a 17th team? Is this a second go around? I'm not exactly sure, but you know what? You might be right. It might be a size 17 race. He has the record, I believe. It was it was 13. There is a record, and obviously 15. It's a lot. Somebody find that for us in chat. I mean, there's not very many teams that uh, will need him, but anytime soon. But if he's got a couple more years in him, his arm does. It's how many teams could he possibly play for? That would be pretty awesome. Hey, how old do you think he is? I Googled this today. I was curious. I, I don't think he's that old. I'm going to say he's 30. Oh, I was going to say 35, but maybe he's only 33. Just because you're asking me, I'm going to go 33. You're doing Pepsi math. He actually is 35. You saved up a couple of yes. years. I did that just because the way you asked, like as if he was younger than you thought. I was really, and he's also, this is just in the majors. He's also played, uh, you know, in several continents as well, too. He played in, he pitched in Asia. He pitched in South America, too. He's got some stories for sure. Uh, he's definitely been around. So and he knows everybody knows him. Like everybody goes, he, that's probably, he's probably just a friendly guy. And everybody's just like, yeah, I guess we'll just call Edwin up. I'm sure he's available. Like what else are they going to do? It doesn't matter. They're, they're going to lose anyway, uh, as far as the Tigers. But uh, all right. As far as the top, we're not rostering Ed, Edwin Jackson. Spoiler alert. We got Bueller versus Arizona. The, you know, Strasburg against the Mets. We got the Beebs against Minnesota. Tough matchup, obviously. Bauer against the Cubbies. Not exactly an ideal matchup either. Uh, I love Caleb Smith, but again, we're, we're seeing a lot of good pitchers and just not great matchups. It's just kind of sort of the nature at the top. Uh, for me, it's pretty, well, I don't want to say clear, but uh, the dude up front is Walker Bueller amongst the studs. What say you? Yeah, it's funny. This show basically starts like last night. Tons of pitching and uh, the guys that you want to roster are not in great matchups and other guys that have the better matchup, maybe you're not in love with them. I do think it's Walker Bueller at the top. You could argue in the last month he's been the best pitcher in baseball. The strikeouts continue to rise. The walks are going down. He's been absolutely dominant. 
Now, Arizona is not a team they like to pick on generally, but I still give the edge to Bueller here. And if I was playing cash, again, I'd talk myself out of it. But Bueller was my SP1 and my number one guy on one pitcher sites like FanDuel. You're paying a pretty premium to get him, but uh, I think he's worth it. I think he's the one guy that is your safest bet to go seven strong, strike out a guy per inning, the win, the quality start. Obviously, everything's in play for him. So, yeah, Bueller is the top dog. By the way, the chat comment here in chat that says that the Dean shuns YouTube chat unless Devin passes along info to him. It breaks my heart. Love him. Uh, you know, I, I'm not shut it. When do I shun YouTube chat? I, I said I said hello. It was a, that was a very genuine. That was not disingenuous in any way. Pepsi, how did that did that come off poorly? I was trying to be polite. I mean, you mentioned the whole YouTube thing. I don't mean, I don't know that you pay a whole yeah. lot of attention to the chat over there. I mean, we've got a lot of stuff going on here, but somebody put 14 teams in the um Chat for Edmund Jackson. I thought it was more teams than that. Somebody else put 17 as well. So somebody else put 16. So it's going to. No, so they actually named all the teams he played for at 14. But anyway. <laughs> the Marlins was yeah. one of the last couple. It's only 14. Usually when like the Marlins get rid of you, that's like the end of the road. But yeah, he went to Detroit and Toronto. Oh, you're Blue Jays. <clears throat> that was good times for sure. Yeah. How about the next tier? We like Bueller as far as, uh, you know, the grouping. Of course, he's the most expensive amongst, amongst the bunch. Then you go Bieber against Minnesota. Not particularly a great matchup. Those Minnesota bats are daunting for sure. Uh, they're, they're fairly patient as well. Uh, Nelly Cruz, boomstick, out of the lineup, right? I presume yep. he is. Yeah, he's on the IL. Okay. Uh, Kepler, Polanco's. What do we have that's kind of different? Yeah, I mean, Jake Cave in there. Not exactly sure if he's playing the role of DH. Maybe like a Sano or something like that. No, Crow. It's probably Crow uh, dropping the DH there for him. But, yeah, does that, is that enough to tempt you as far as Beaver? I guess the argument would be ownership, right? Because uh, let, let's go ahead and pull that up too. I, as I'm pulling that up, tell me. What your thoughts are on Bieber and Bauer and Strasburg and Caleb Smith? And yeah. Yeah. I'll start with Bieber just because you mentioned him. I mean, I'm a huge Bieber guy. I've been playing him all season long, you know, mostly successfully. And it's the same idea as Clevenger last night. We figured sub 5%. Uh, I played some Clevenger. He was very good. Still a tough matchup. But, um, you know, he's very good. I think Bieber has a similar upside. He's just so good with his control and throws so many strikes that he can have some easy innings, even when he's not striking guys there. So he can pitch seven to eight innings in this matchup. And uh, you know, even without Bauer, Cleveland's got a lot of strong pitching here. So this is an awesome series. I'm certainly enjoying Cleveland versus Minnesota as they pulled them within a game here. But um, still, even without the boomstick in there, this is a tough lineup, man. They're patient and, you know, they're powerful, but they do strike out. So I do like Bieber. I think if we're going to get him really low on again, which I expect, I'm definitely going to have exposure to him. Um you know, I actually prefer him over a guy like Strasburg. You know, Strasburg is, you know, kind of doing the Chris Sale from a couple of years ago with the White Sox where he's decided not to strike everybody out and pitching to contact more, which is fine. His K rate's still over 25%. The Mets are like a neutral matchup. I mean, if you're looking for a guy that's not Bueller, that's a safe quality start, I think Strasburg's there. I just think Bueller and Bieber have more, uh, more upside here. Uh, Trevor Bauer, he's just been off in four of his last five starts. Not great. Cubs, of course, patient, powerful. Tough ballpark. Um, yeah, I don't think I can get to Bauer today. I think he misses my cut in that price range. I think I like uh, both Bueller and Bieber a lot more than Bauer. And Caleb Smith, he's interesting. I think he's another guy like Bieber. If he's going to be really low owned, I might get exposure. Atlanta, surprisingly, top 10 in strikeouts versus lefties. Uh, Caleb Smith, of course, has the potential to strike out well over a batter per inning here. The ballpark's good. So, um, yeah, it might be one of those things where I play a little bit more of the ownership game today with guys like Smith and Bieber if they're going to be low on because really any of those top five, like last night, they could all be within a few points of each other. So it really just comes down to preference. But uh, I'll stick with the guys that I like a little better, that feel a little safer, have them more upside. That's Bueller, number one, in both formats. Bieber, then Smith, Strasburg, and Bauer. 
Yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned, and this kind of surprised me a little too, and I guess I'm kind of framing the question, but did you happen to see on the old lineup headquarters, uh, the kids call it lineup HQ, the ones that have the time to say all those syllables, uh, who is projected to have the most Ks as far as the props today? Did you have to catch this? By himself. Uh, wow, looks like it's Trevor Bauer. That's surprising, right? Against that lineup. I mean, Bauer, of course, has the long leash. We know he can show 115 pitches, no problem. We know the K rate's there. But, yeah, I wouldn't, have, uh, I wouldn't have thought that just based on the matchup. Something else is interesting in the lineup headquarters tool here, which is uh, a phenomenal tool, by the way. We don't have one single pitcher. Of course, we don't have the L.A. Dodgers home umpire yet, home plate umpire. But not one single pitcher tonight has an extreme pitcher's umpire, which is interesting. This might be the first slate or the first time we go back to back because last night was the same. We didn't have an extreme pitcher's umpire, did we? We had one last night? There might have been one, but yeah, there wasn't many. Yeah, so tonight, so far, at least, no, it's, that's the only umpire we're missing, actually, is the Dodgers, and uh, no extreme pitcher's umpire. Most people are, you know, basically neutral here, so that's not going to be a factor, at least, which makes it even more difficult to find an edge with a lot of these arms up here. Uh, extreme hitter's umpire for Strasburg, for what it's worth. I'm not sure if you, if you mentioned that or got to scroll through it, but... Uh... Just kind of note, one more little hit on, as far as Strasburg. Nice ballpark, obviously. But uh, like you said, he should be fine, but the Ks aren't necessarily elite, and he's expensive. And I don't know, maybe you're paying for that name brand to some extent. And I think he's, you know, I guess he's in your MME mix. But for me, if I'm only making so many lineups, I'm probably not going to get there. It's a hard time to justify it. Uh, Bauer had that bigger leash in the AL. Maybe there's a, you know, it's a weird thing, a way of looking at it, because maybe he gets pinch hit for like in the bottom of the sixth or the bottom of the seventh or something like that. So, yeah. you know, yeah. seven innings is fine, obviously, but. He used, to, he used to have the ability at times to go CGSO, and we haven't really seen him be great for the, for the Reds just yet. He put himself in a position to, like, put the manager to a test, basically. Uh, and obviously, they're not going anywhere anyway this year, so I don't know why you'd push him too far. But, you know, he's a horse. I suppose he can, in theory, go eight or nine. Um, so I guess that's kind of baked into the K prop as well. What about Ray versus the Dodgers? And that Dodger lineup either going to be, like, lefty heavy or it's going to have some bad righties. Uh, that, that's that's kind of an interesting. And we always talk about Ray being, you know, an interesting guy. Most interesting when you know he's going to be low owned. And the way I see it, he's going to be mostly lost in the slate. What's your take? Yeah, I expect him to be very low owned. And and usually that's when you know we like to get on him, as you mentioned here. And the Dodgers, like Atlanta, surprisingly a top ten team in strikeouts versus lefties. So the upside's certainly there. I just have a tough time playing anybody against this Dodger lineup. It's just so good. Obviously not as good against lefties as I just mentioned, but. With so many other arms on the mound here, I don't know if I'm going to get there. Like, he's at the bottom of my player pool in terms of GBP. So, I'll be playing around after the show, building some lineups. I was sick of three or four. Now, I'm up to, like, seven or eight lineups here just because there's so much I want to get exposure to tonight. So, he might make the cut. I don't know yet. I don't love it. The price point's pretty good. The fact that Dodgers strike out in the top ten versus lefties, that was interesting to me as well. And the fact that he's on their own is interesting. But, uh you know, for a few hundred dollars more, we can get a guy that's a little bit safer, perhaps more upside in terms of matchups. So I'm not really sure what to do there. But the guy below him, Dean. Yeah. Darvish. Is it Darvish? I mean, yeah, Darvish. Is he like, is he back? This guy's not walking anybody. The striker continues yeah. to rise. He seems like old school Darvish here. And funny enough, I think I trust him. Darvish and trust is not usually something in the same sentence that I'll put together. But uh, I think I trust him. And I mean, the ballpark's not great, but. You know, he's a lot cheaper than some of these, the guys are. The upside is just as good, if not better, with Darvish. And, um, yeah, I really like you, Darvish, tonight. Maybe a lot more so than some of the other guys. And I wouldn't recommend SP1 in cash, but SP1 in GPPs, absolutely. So we don't think of Cincinnati as a team that strikes out a ton, but it's all about tonight. And tonight, you know, they have Aquino in there who's got a ridiculous amount of power. But 
Uh, he struck out like a good bit. He's projected to strike out a good bit as well. Hasn't walked yet for what it's worth as well in the majors. Uh, Peraza doesn't walk either, 2.7%. And like, what was it? Uh, two walks in his last six games in total yeah. uh, for Darvish. That's insane. That's a completely different guy. He would walk two guys in inning uh, earlier in the season for sure. You know, he barely got to like four or five innings because, you know, he's had his pitch count like 90 or, 90 or so. And as far as Cincinnati, but it was a ballpark, just kind of a side note. Uh, I know I remember digging into ballpark factors on Cincinnati. Like, I think it's only for home runs it's positive. Like everything else, it's not a great ballpark. Just throwing it out there. Like it's not – you don't want your guy pitching there necessarily because it can yield homers, but it's not a great ballpark outside of yielding homers. Sorry. Did you see uh, the Aquino home run last night? Yes. It was an – I think it's just landing. It was an absolute oh, rock. That was a bomb, man. He just like loads up. I love his stance. You see his batting stance. He just kind of comes from the side – and yeah. it just times it just right with the pitch. It's beautiful. But, yeah. like, he also will swing at anything. <laughs> yes, well, the patience might come, hopefully. But, yeah, he's one of those guys where you, where you see him at the plate, just taking those big hacks, and he's got that leg kick, which gets all the momentum getting in there. And it's uh, one of those guys that every time he's up there, it feels like he could hit one out or hit one 500 feet. He's fun to watch. It's funny. Yesterday's show, we didn't talk about him. And, like, you know, I had the chat still up as I was making lineups, and somebody was talking about Aquino. And I was like, yeah, my bad. We didn't. I meant to mention, I'm definitely going to, you know, you should certainly consider working him into some tournaments, and he went absolutely nuts. And side note, last night did not go well for him because I forgot to play Castellanos, even though I know you, you mentioned his name several times. That we talked yeah. About it. yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? It's DFS Pepsi. Who cares about yesterday? <laughs> That's right. We could talk about some highlights, but it's completely irrelevant. Yes, for sure. Yesterday did not go well for me. Uh, hey, Devin's going to go ahead and throw some, like, pitching-related questions in the chat for you right now. Uh, well, I think he's just scrolling with us. Well, at least the first question, Chris Archer over under five and a half homers tonight. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the under. I we don't yeah. talk about the rest of the pitchers first and then entertain some questions, I guess. But I mean, Hey, you're the host. I'm going to go under on the five hey, and a half. I'm yielding to the producer. You're at the bottom. Clearly. I mean, I'm, I'm second in command. <laughs> there's Devin, there's me. And then there's, you know, the expert. <laughs> so called, so called. <laughs> oh, I love dropping the air quotes. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, we'll, okay, sure. We'll, we'll save those. Don't worry. We'll knock them out. Uh, we'll definitely knock out those pitching-related questions. And probably some of these, what we'll talk about, we'll probably uh, kind of meld into uh, knocking out those questions as well. Uh, Tehran, uh, we're working our way through the mid-tier. I mean, spoiler alert, we'll talk about Smiley in a second. Sure. Like, Drew Smiley is going to be super chalky as an SP2. Is he not going to make the bats work? Yeah, and I, I like Smiley. I'm a Smiley fan. I continue to talk about it. This was a top prospect at one point when he's healthy and his arms in game shape. He has the potential to be very good and, and throw the Ks up there. Um, you know, Nola disappointed a little bit last night in, in San Francisco, but I would go right back to Smiley here. If you're if you're digging the trash, as Dean likes to say down here, um, yeah, Smiley would be my guy down here. A great price point, allows you all those big bats from Houston, Boston, New York, whatever you're looking to do there. And I think he's got quality start upside. I think he's got a recape running upside as well. And in terms of bang for your buck, I don't think there's a better play than just Smiley tonight. Well, I mean, and also the, the key is that he gets you, you know, some of the big bats that we're going to want. We'll talk about soon enough, like live in the world of a salary cap, cross that off the old bingo card. But, like, you can't just roster two big stud pitchers and get all the bats as well. It just doesn't work that way, unfortunately. And, you know, he's been pretty good with Philly. Great ballpark there in San Fran. Pitched well versus him a couple starts back. And granted, like, he's had some easy starts against Chicago and San Fran, but whatever, we'll take it. He's been an absolute disaster as far as the season numbers. But again, Pepsi, all we care about is tonight, and tonight he's cheap enough. What about BD on the other side as a pivot? Like, is that somebody – like, give me a pivot away from Chalky Smiley. Ooh, that's tough. I mean, <laughs> I guess it is probably BD. I mean, he – I mean, I think he could find his way into a quality start. The upside's limited. Um, he's a 
probably below average pitcher, so I'm not all that comfortable. It would basically be him throwing the ball over the plate and hoping that Babbitt works his way, I think. Uh, but I'm not against it. Again, I haven't really done a lot of lineup bills just yet because I focus so much on cash most of the day trying to make it work. By the time I bailed, I didn't get a lot of GPP lineups built here just yet. So um, most of them had Smiley down here, I'll be honest with you. But I'm, I'm not against it. I don't love it. It's an interesting pivot. And if I'm going to end up doing a, an SP1 that's uh, you know in the high tier and a bunch of low tier guys, I'll probably get to him. But I think what I'd rather do instead is use a couple of mid-tier arms instead of having to go that route. But uh, yeah, I guess he's the pivot off of Smiley if you're down here. Yeah, I mean, he's like Aztec, like not good, but I'm probably going to have some begrudgingly just because the ballpark. And you know what? The Phillies, are they the most disappointing team in baseball this year? I don't know. We don't talk about things like that, but going yeah. into the year when they signed Harper, it's like everybody just stared at that lineup and said, there's no way these guys are just going to crush. Like they, yeah. well, I guess Boston's been, is Boston kind of currently out of the playoffs yeah, too? I guess they're five and a half games out of a wild card spot with two teams to pass Boston. So I guess they would probably be the first team that you'd say is most disappointing, but. I think Philly's very disappointing. I think maybe Harper, you could argue, is the most disappointing player so far. I, I, you and I talked about it, thinking Harper was overrated. Washington could be better without him, and we kind of hope Philadelphia does nothing with him, and it's all kind of coming to fruition right now. Uh, Gio Gonzalez, Pepsi, against a Texas lineup that's not particularly imposing. Uh, Gio is another one of these guys. He's old. He can't go particularly deep. Uh, look, he went four to third last game through 71 pitches, gave up, uh, what, five hits and a walk, and he got the hook. But he was pitching fine. Uh, we, did, we did some throw 93 pitches before that game, before the last one, just 71 pitches or so. I mean, I might begrudgingly play some Geo, but, like, there's just no upside in this guy. It's just the idea that, in theory, he can give you, like, 15-ish points, which could be okay. What are we doing with yeah. Geo? Considering the price, it's fine. Remember, Texas does strike out over 25% versus lefties. If Geo's on, he does get the longer leash when he's laboring a little bit. They go to that good bullpen that they have there so could you get five or six innings quality innings there strikes out five or six batters gives up a couple of runs yeah that could happen and at that price point i'm fine with it again i'm going to play around a lot in this mid-tier so i don't love geo but i think he's certainly playable and i'm going to have at least a couple of lineups with him in it and again i'm at seven or eight now let's assume that i play eight tonight i'm fine having geo at least two of those so i just pulled up the texas lineup of course they're jumping on the nl so losing their their dh or dh becomes a pitcher they got Mathis in there, who strikes out 32% of the time. Santana, 33% of the time. The Shields at 25%. Calhoun, 26 Odor at 31 There's a lot of Ks in here, in theory. But then, like, you know, Gio Gonzalez doesn't, you know. I mean, he had nine strikeouts versus the Cubbies. This is interesting. It's a, it's a, this is the lineup you want. We can say that. This is the lineup you want as far as Texas, right? Yes, and that's a good one for him. Like you said, they missed the DH and everything, too. So he's very much in play. And I could see myself getting – as many as three or four shares of him out of eight um, right. because of that price point. But again, he's a tough guy to trust. But if you're going to play him at this price in this matchup, absolutely. Tonight. I think we mostly covered the pitcher. So let's go ahead and knock these pitching questions out. I think we've got to talk about Julio Tehran first before we do that. Just because – Go ahead. Yeah, Tehran is the guy that most guys can look at as a cash game too probably. I'm fine with it. You know, Tehran's been maybe a little lucky if you look at the underlying numbers. He's not a big upside guy, but he's dominated Miami twice. And, um, you know, I was reading Chi's article, for example, and he was kind of saying they wasn't big on Tehran and saying that, you know, he's done well against Miami, you know, only getting a strikeout per inning, but we'll take a strikeout per inning in six shutout innings versus Miami and Tehran, I think. The price point's a little higher than I like. I don't think I want to play him as a single guy, but I think he's certainly in the mix. If you can get there in cash and SP2, I'm fine with it. If he's your SP1 and a GPP with a Geo, for example, something like that, I'm fine with it as well. But just know that 
what he's done against Miami is the ceiling. Six innings, six Ks, a run or two, that is the ceiling. So maybe he's not the top play in terms of outside of that price point. But um, he's very much in play, and I'm perfectly fine with him in any format. Yeah, I read that too in Jesus' article, and he didn't seem to be particularly thrilled with Tehran. And, like, he didn't totally poo-poo it, but he, just did, he was talking about the lack of a ceiling. What is it, 17 starts in a row now where he hasn't had more than six strikeouts? Uh, of he course, he hasn't given more than three runs in, like, seven <clears throat> either, though. So, I mean, the quality starts clearly in play. And then this Miami team just strikes out so much uh, with Birdie and Cooper and Brinson. You love seeing Brinson in there at 35%, Alfaro at 37%. The Grandy man at less than 30% collectively, just short of 28% as far as striking out. But, like, you know, Tehran's not this big K guy, obviously, but a run prevention perspective, he should be solid as well. I wish it was a little bit, you know, cheaper, but, you know, he should be fine. I understand if you don't want to play him, but I'm probably going to have more than cheese. And uh, I need some water, Pepsi, so fill this for a second. Yeah, okay. I, uh, I agree with you. I like him a little more than Cheese does as well there. And uh, I had D-Train put the questions back in the chat for you there, Dean, so you can, uh, you can see them easier just by kind of scrolling down to the bottom of the chat and we can uh, hammer some of these pitcher questions off. All right, so Archer, uh, any interest in playing Archer? Obviously, he's not going to – well, he shouldn't give up six home runs. Uh, he gives up a lot of homers, though. He's a good pivot off of Geo, I think, in that range. Um, you know, but I think it's a multi-entry GP, GPP player. Like, if you're looking at, okay, I'm playing 10 lineups. I've got Geo and half them. I need somebody else. Okay, Archer's fine. But I don't love to pick on St. Louis. Archer's been terrible. The hard hits, the home runs, the strikeouts are down, the walks are up. I don't love Archer's fine. I don't think he's in my player pool. I think I'd rather gamble and go much cheaper, like on a guy like Smiley, who's $2,000 cheaper, you know, almost, and uh, and deal with that and uh, save that money that I'm going to risk. Uh, Geo versus Quantrill, I think it's got to be Geo, right? Absolutely, no doubt about it. Uh, is Brian Johnson limited, or is he getting a full start for Boston? Um, I mean, he's going to do his best to shoot for thrill, uh, shoot the thrill for sure, but uh, uh, I just I, – I cannot uh, – I, I, I don't know what Brian Johnson is projected to be, but he's not particularly good. He's not somebody I consider. Uh, I know dirty deeds are done dirt cheap, but he is uh, certainly cheap for sure. But uh, it's just it's just not for me. Uh, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, money talks, Dean. So, um, you know, he went 70 pitches his last one. I think late June he threw 83 pitches. So he has the potential to go five, six innings, 85 pitches if he's on. But – I just don't think he's a talented pitcher. So um, at the end of the day, I think he, he misses the cut for me. I can't tell you for sure that Mike Trout's going to, you know, shake him all night long, but I think he's going to shake him in the first inning, if nothing else. It's just, uh, I, I just have, I cannot. Are we going to keep doing this? I mean, you. Trout is like Thunderstock, I think, for real. <laughs> I'm definitely, uh, definitely on board with that. It's going to be like TNT with Trout. It's just going to explode the baseball. Um, yeah, like he was caught in the middle of a railroad track, you know? That's a deep cut. Is that a song by ACDC? That's well, yeah. off of Thunderstock. <laughs> I did not know that one. <laughs> That's how it starts off. I was caught in the middle of the railroad track. Yeah, I, it's it's Hell's right. Bells for sure if you're rostering yourself some Brian Johnson. All right. I think we got them all out, right? Is that, is there any <laughs> that? Well, there's lots left. There's lots left, but we don't, have, we don't have time to do any more nonsense, I don't think. We can make time. Um, all right. Oh, any love for Helter Smelter, speaking of music, uh, can I take this one, Pepsi? Absolutely. Where you go? I have no love for Helter Smelter. Uh, this okay. So in, in 27 innings this year, right? 27 innings. You know what his left on base percentage is, Pepsi? 27. Oh. So league, league average is like what? 72, 73, somewhere in the low yeah. 70s. I'm gonna say 85. 100. Oh anything. wow! 
anybody who gets on base doesn't doesn't pass. Uh, so that, go, I mean, why would you want to roster him if he never gives up runs to guys that get on base? Well, because I don't think that's something that's uh, sustainable. <laughs> I, I feel like that's going to go down. Uh, of course, he's the only runs he's given up is via the homer. He's given up 1.63 homers per nine. Uh, you know, his ERA kind of speaks to this as well, by the way. Uh, he's got a 2-2-8 ERA. Good for him, but he's got a 4-4 Sierra and a 4-6 XFIP. And as far as his batting average on balls and play, what do you think that is, Pepsi? It's not good. Well, it's, it's, it's really good, but, like, it's going to change for the, bat, for the worse. Bad average and balls in play. Um, I'm going to say it's buck uh, 89 right now. It's 208. That's close. Yeah, I'll take the over on that. So the point is this guy's going to regress. And I think all, this actually in real life is a meaningful series. Yes. Right? So yes. I, I don't think they want Smelter to get uh, absolutely pummeled out there forever. So I, I would expect he has kind of a short lease if things are going poorly. Uh, whoever smelt it dealt it. You know what I smell? I smell a fraud. That's what I'm smelling right here. Wow, you're rolling there. But I kind of agree with you. The price point was cheaper. If he's a couple of grand cheaper, I, I might be interested a little bit as a, as a pivot off of Smiley. But he's too expensive. He's been very good, as you said, very lucky. Cleveland's so patient. They don't strike out a ton. Big game, as you said. I just don't think he's worth rostering either. Summarize the arms for me, Pepsi. I think we knocked out all those questions, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're playing cash, you're paying up for Bueller, I think. I mean, do you have to? No, we got a lot of great arms here, but Bueller is by far to me the pitcher that has the most upside, the, the longest leash here, and he's just been the best guy in terms of strikeouts versus walks here. So Bueller's the guy. I'm skipping Strasburg tonight. I don't care for him. Bieber's interesting at low ownership, and so is Caleb Smith. Uh, but Darvish, I think, is the one guy that top 10 or so, but to me, that's really interesting. He's not walking anybody, as Dean alluded to. Two walks, his last six starts. That's insane for him. Strikeouts are rising. Really like Darvish. He's pitching great right now. So that's kind of where I'm at. Tehran's not bad in the mid-tier in any format. I like him a little more than Cheese does. Um, again, though, his ceiling is not high, but I think he's very safe. And then all the way down to the bottom, I really like Drew Smiley. I mean, I would skip over guys like, uh, you know, um, Chris Archer, Jalen Beeks, uh, guys like that. I would go down to Smiley. If I'm going to risk it, save the money. And maybe the only other guy that is worth paying for in that middle tier where you're saving a little bit is uh, Gio Gonzalez. I do like him a bit because of the matchup in the home ballpark. The home ballpark, meaning that Texas has to roll out a, a pitcher, not a DH, right? So the lineup's a little watered down and does strike out quite a bit. Comment in chat before we talk about sticks. No talk about Dakota Hudson versus Pirates. Come on, Dino. Should we be talking about Dakota Hudson? Uh, no. Okay. Do not roster Hudson. <laughs> we should just make more ACDC references. <laughs> we need time for that. Uh, catchers, Pepsi, this is a fun one. No, actually, it's not. Oh, no, Zanino. I was going to play a little Zanino for revenge or because he's yeah. cheap. That's a bummer. Going to have to change some lineups for sure. I I do not like catchers today. You got Grandall versus Colby Allard, who, you know, is doesn't seem like a complete punching bag for what it's worth. But, you know, Milwaukee's got a five and a half total, despite the fact Yelich is still out of that lineup. <sighs> what are we doing a catcher? Because, I, again, it seems worse than it normally is for me. I think if I'm just going to basically pick a catcher based on, you know, the matchup, the ballpark, it's Kristen Vasquez. Berea started with big time versus righties. He's in the middle of that lineup. I'm a, I'm a Vasquez truther. Um, he hits great at home. Got the wall there. He's going to have plenty of RBI opportunities with the Red Sox in front of most, I think. You know, Grandel is probably a quick, a close second. You know, Mitch and Allard is, you know, a top prospect, I guess, but he struggled at AAA. And he's been wild a little bit. I come over from the Brewers, of course, as well. So he doesn't pitch great in the mind. It was a triple A at least. And a tough ballpark there. So Grandel is interesting, although we do prefer Grandel much more when he's hitting left-handed. In this case, obviously right-handed. So it's Vasquez and Grandel there. I like Zunino as well, so I was disappointed to see him out. 
Uh, I don't mind Manny, Manny Pena as well for the same reasons. Also batting six like Vasquez is. Um, so I think Pena is interesting in that if Grandall's already in the game, like we're playing first base and Pena's catching, he's likely going to stay, which is nice too. So you get four bats possibly out of him and uh, get a bit of savings there. And I guess in the last case, worst case scenario, Max Stassi again, minimum price. He's facing a hittable pitcher in a good ballpark. We know he's not a great hitter here, but you know, at the end of the day, I don't have to have any of Vasquez or Grandall. I don't have to play these guys. So I'm going to have lineups with Stassi and it just to punt and save some money. Max Stassi or Jeff Mathis to the same price? Stassi, easy in terms of <laughs> offense. Mathis, if I'm going to have a guy call a game for me. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so gross. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Christian Vasquez, we'll, we'll, we'll dig into it. Maybe we'll show the plate IQ on the screen, on the screen share. We always reference it, but we don't show it very often. But you know, uh, Berea has massive reverse splits. Yeah. Uh, and Vasquez has, you know, overachieved this year for sure. Uh, but, you know, he's still overachieved. I mean, last year or this year? This year, no. I mean, remember we were at the the, the uh, Boston Red Sox game last year, maybe July it was, and it was uh, Yankees in town. Yeah, great game. But Vasquez was leading the league in, in, uh, in batting average versus lefties at one point. I thought he was a fraud then. And now this year he's having a good year again, and he's still a fraud. I don't know. I'm starting to believe Vasquez is a good hitter. All right, fair enough. Uh, Especially in the right matchups. So, again, we talk about it. I think it's kind of a weird slate as far as hitters. I think first base is, I don't want to say a wasteland, but considering everybody's playing, first base is kind of weak, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's fun. Do like a, a Darvish and Smiley lineup, stick Stassi in there, and either Ryan O'Hearn, mm-hmm. who's six, facing Evan Jackson at that price point, or, or Jesus Aguilar versus uh, Gonzalez here. And now you can have a lot of fun with the rest of your lineup. I was playing with that earlier. So, yeah, first base, I don't really know who the guy is. Like, I don't know if I have to play Carlos Santana, Rizzo. You know, I don't have to play these guys. Kind of like the catcher situation. So I'm saving money. I'm going to mostly have Ryan O'Hearn, who is dirt cheap, has home run upside. Everybody has home run upside against Edwin Jackson and that Detroit Tigers bullpen. Let's be honest. They're also on the road. Maybe he gets five at-bats. So I, I love him tonight. Um, Jesus Aguilar, again, you can play him versus Marco Gonzalez, batting in the five-hole. Again, on the road here. So those two bats really stick out to me because of their value. They both have home run upside. And the fact that I don't feel like I'm missing anybody by not playing these, you know, kind of more expensive guys. Yeah, O'Hearn's a guy that I played, like, as a cheapie along the way throughout the season in spots when I kind of needed him. And almost, almost always it, it fails. Uh, just for the home run to nine uh, this year, as far as yielding up homers per nine, as far as pitchers in the slate, just as an example, like Walker Bueller gives up 1.1. Strasburg, 0.99. Tehran, 0.97. Uh, Dylan Bundy, 1.99. Archer, the aforementioned Archer, at 2.09. Do you know what Edwin Jackson's homers per nine is in 28 innings? I'm going to guess 3.81. Dude, you're looking right at it. You're such a jerk, you know? I you don't get, any, don't get the showcase show. You're like the guy in The Price is Right. Remember, I all the phrases. <laughs> it's... Um... That was uh, Big Bucks No Andy, was it? Where he memorized all the things? No, no, he memorized the pattern. Pressure, pressure luck? Okay, same idea. Though, yeah, huh? He memorized the board. He knew exactly when, yeah. how to avoid whammies, it's, it's, which is pretty amazing. Good for that yes. guy. If you haven't watched the Pressure Luck story, it's worth watching on YouTube. It's pretty cool. But yeah, almost four per nine home runs Emma Jackson. That, that is insane. Yes. Uh, Drew Smiley's second, by the way. Chalk Drew Smiley at 2.6. <laughs> but remember, okay, hold on. Drew Smiley's numbers don't look great. The homers are out. This is the guy that had to work himself back into shape first. So you can throw it some of those first early starts and kind of focus on the last month or so with him. But one more thing I want to add over on FanDuel, Ursula, who had, oh, had a ton of yesterday, and I mentioned to you three sticks with the Yankees were interesting stack. And those were my best lineups last night. 
I didn't hit Chris Sale with them, unfortunately. But uh, those are my best lineups. I like Urschel again tonight. I think the Yankees might get uh, overlooked a little bit with so much Boston and Houston and maybe Kansas City out there. And, of course, the Yankee lineup isn't all that sexy. So uh, first base eligible in Fando, so I like him there too as well. And he's not cheap, so a lot of guys may stay off him. I think it is worth noting about Edwin Jackson. Like, I don't know if this guy can go out there and pitch like six or seven innings. Like, maybe it's just no. a to a bullpen game. So I know we're getting all excited about picking on Ajax, and uh, he might only throw like three or four innings. And I see somebody in chat say he may only pitch two. Maybe that's because he gives up eight or nine runs, which is possible. Yeah, I expect him to get hit hard and not last more than four innings tops. So we hope he goes four. But again, the bullpen is not a whole lot better coming in. If you yeah. beating up Jackson and it's 5 1 Kansas City in the fourth. They're not bringing their better arms in if that's such a thing in Detroit. So they're going to continue to hammer, maybe. I mean, Kansas City's not a great team, but if you feel like they're getting overlooked, man, I definitely want to have exposure to the Royals for sure tonight. I don't think they will be overlooked. Of course, it's a 14 game slate. You talk about the better arms in the Detroit bullpen. That's like talking about like the skinniest guy at Fat Camp, you know? It's like, <laughs> a better is, it's, a, it's context is important, right? Yeah. Uh, and I think Santana's kind of interesting. Again, I want to, I'm, I'm definitely on board on Cleveland as far as picking up Smelter. I think he's a fraud. The tricky part, of course, is Minnesota's got a pretty solid pen, and this series does matter. If it's a tight game, they're going to be rolling out their their better arms for what it's worth. So, uh, otherwise, like first base, it's just not good. I guess Goldie against Archer just because the price and the talent, and Archer does yield some homers if you prefer him versus lefties. But sure, he's fine. But uh, overall, it's just kind of a you know bad position, especially for first base. I mean, it's like catcher. Why pay up tonight? Let's let's spend up elsewhere. Let's save the money here. It makes sense. And that's who's to say that uh, O'Hearn versus all these awful Tiger arms isn't just as good as everybody else anyway. What do we have as far as uh, second key still position? Are we spending up here? Because it took us to this point. Now we're going to mention, I suppose, picking on Dylan Bundy. I know we want lefties or uh, Altuve versus lefties for sure. Bundy is yield, yielded homers versus everybody. Uh, that's another bullpen that stinks. It's a team total for Houston that creeps up on seven. And for what it's worth, the Astros as a collective are very, very expensive. So maybe just because they're pricey, people will kind of stay off, or that'll, that'll kind of keep the ownership down. Uh, LeMahieu leading off versus your boy, Sean Reed Foley. Uh, anything else kind of jump out for you a second? I have a great punt, and there's a couple of punts that are interesting as far as uh, second base if I need it. What are your thoughts? When I was digging into second, I felt like it was a position that I wanted to pay up for. And it's not always a position, but again, because we've got some value in mid-tier pitching arms, we've got cheap options at catcher and first. This is a position that I think we can pay up for, and I'm going to. Mary Phil's a top guy for me. Jack in a bag upside, leading off on the road again for Sully's weak Tiger Arms. Absolute love, Merrifield. Um, Guestin here is interesting. He's expensive now, and he's still not really a household name. This is a top prospect from the Brewers. He's been mashing. Uh, I really like him as well. You mentioned Altuve and him maybe not getting the ownership, but it's because I think, too, that Bundy's probably the best of these so-called gas cans tonight, and if he's on, he can have a decent game. Plus, Altuve is so expensive. The Astros are expensive. He could get overlooked. Uh, same with LeMahieu. LeMahieu not facing a lefty. Reed Foley's fine. I mean, he's not awful. He's not Panone by any means, but the Jays' bullpen behind him is awful. Uh, Foley hasn't been great recently. So LeMahieu, again, is certainly in play. Yeah, sometimes he's got to get those multiple hits, but he seems to do it in these situations. So those are the only four guys I'm really playing. I'd probably rank the Merrifield LeMahieu here at Altuve. Yeah, you know, I know we shuffled uh, the name uh, Merrifield over to Devin before the before the show, and I goofed. I forgot to set up Merrifield, so I might missed him for a second. But yeah, I, I you know what it is? I blew all my uh, anti ejac stuff <clears throat> at first base, I suppose. But uh, yeah, Merrifield for the for the race for for the matchup, and he might only face Jackson twice. He probably doesn't see him a third time. But you know, and that bullpen, like you said, not very good anyway. Uh, Lemay, what's the Yankee lineup is so bad. <laughs> They're so, they've been crushing so much, but like they're completely it's, overachieving. 
they're better when their lineup's crap. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, the beginning of the season, they're, they 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 five game winning streaks, nine game winning streaks with nobody. I mean, they're missing Sanchez, Stanton, Voigt. You might as well say Judge. Eight on the lap tonight, and he's been terrible. I mean, yet they're still going to hit, and that's why I might go over again. I was overboard of them last night. I used more Yankees than Red Sox last night. It worked out well. Uh, I might use more Yankees than than Houston tonight. I don't know if I want more Yankees than Red Sox in tonight's matchup, but. Uh, you know, that, that lineup can still crush. It doesn't look great, but I'm telling you, they're going to score runs. The Jays lineup's terrible. The ballpark's good. Uh, Merrifield, by the way, is going to get a ton of ownership, because, especially on DK, where he's not uh, <clears throat> he's not only second base eligible, you can also throw him in the outfield. He's got a reasonable price there for Z-Jacks. I've not checked the ownership today, but I'd imagine he's one of the most uh, highly owned players. But it's justified. It totally makes sense. If you want to shuffle Merrifield to the outfield and play Isan Diaz at second, uh, he's super cheap, Pepsi. Uh, lots of power, good pedigree there in the minors. And Tehran, historically, you know how he's more vulnerable to lefties as opposed to righties. Obviously, the ballpark's not great, but it's all kind of baked in. He's 3K on DK. I think Bandstrap, yeah. I want to say he's like 5'5 five, five or 5'6. Five, um, if you're don't going double barrel over there on Bandstrap, he absolutely makes that work if that's a route you want to take. Uh, anything else that's second you kind of want to feature that's worth talking about, worth giving a shout-out to? Of course, Torres not in the lineup. Uh, for, for New York, and uh, neither is Judge for what that's worth. And that's why that New York lineup. I mean, it's this is basically like eight guys. Like a, this is like their their B team more or less for the Yankees, which is absolutely crazy. Good for them. Uh, and they also have second Nicky Lopez. I guess we can give a shout out to. He's not particularly yeah. great. It's a little bit cheaper than Diaz. If you don't have three K, you can go to Lopez. Yeah, I don't mind either Diaz or Lopez in your cash game builds if you're a little bit tight here and you, and you can't get to to Merrifield there. But I just I feel like it is a position to spend up on. And GBP more so. All right, Pepsi Hot Corner, third base. What do you have for me? Yeah, third base is interesting. I, I think it's Rafael Devers. I know Berea's got these uh, really bad splits, but I still love Devers. He's hitting second in this lineup. I love Boston. They're my top stack tonight. Yes, they'll be chalky. I'll find ways to be a little different here with them, but he's still a top guy there just because I don't feel like I have to have anybody else. I really like Hunter Dozier as well. I just I want to pick on Detroit badly. And Dozier is one of the few Kansas City bats that can go yard or have a big game here. So obviously Alex Bregman's likely to be popular as well. But again, with Bundy, he's got the strike of potential. He's capable of going deep into a game and pitching a right. So I'm less likely behind the Astros bats. It's kind of an all, all in stack with some cheap arms. So I'm going to kind of fade them because I don't want to guess which one kind of goes off, even though Bundy's homer prone. So I actually like Devers and Dozier more than I like Bregman. Uh, I saw Moustakas being mentioned earlier as an interesting pivot just because of lefty and lefty. I think you only go there in a, in a Milwaukee stack. I don't really want to play him at second or third over the guys that I mentioned. So for me, it's really Devers and Dozier as a top one, too. Yeah, it's interesting you say that because Devers is one of my – he's great. And if you're Boston, you know, stacking up Boston, for sure, roll him out there. But, like, just the splits of Berea, he's been pretty good like the last two seasons against lefties. And I always talk about how that, that's not a great ballpark for homers uh, – you know, in Fenway for left-handers, you know, unless you like really pull it down the line, obviously it gets deep pretty quickly. But he hits the ball so well to left field and left center field, you know, scoring runs, RB opportunities, all the, all the Rangers bullpen pitchers are right-handed as well. So I just, I think it's, it's, it's a better matchup than people realize. And I'm hoping that like usual, he's not that highly owned. If you're going to spend up on one uh, Astro today, who is it? Man, that's a good question. Um, I might go top of the order with Springer just because, you know, he seems to be in good situations, hits the home runs. It's, it's a one-off thing. I like guys better than Bregman at both thor- third and short. I mean, Bregman is still their best hitter, and I'm fine with Bregman, but I feel like I'd rather use Springer in the outfield as a one-off than, 
than Bregman at, at second or sorry, short and third, where there's lots of other options. And, and the other thing too is, again, I'm either stacking Houston or I'm kind of fading against them and hoping Bundy pitches well. It's just so hard to figure out which one might go with their lineup being so deep and Bundy being kind of strikeout, strikeout, home run. The chat's answering this question, by the way. We got two Bregmans, we got two Guriels, and we have one Alvarez for what it's worth. Yeah, Those certainly not Guriel, that's for sure. It, mine would not be Guriel either. Although he does play first base and he satisfies a position we don't particularly love. True. And, and, and yes, and he's a guy that gets overlooked. I would definitely, uh, Bregman's fine. Bregman over Springer's fine. But just I'm talking because of positional interest here and me liking other guys more so at his position, I would give it to Springer. Um, if it was one bat, everybody was utility, I would go Bregman. Let's jump to shortstop, Pepsi. We're like, can we talk about Bregman being both third base and uh, shortstop eligible and Machado both third base and shortstop eligible? Is it a crazy thing to say that shortstop might be like the deepest position in the infield today? I like it. I don't know if it's the deepest. I think I like second a little more, but I like it. Xander Bogart stands atop to me, and Didi Gregorius is the guy I like next. Mid-tier price on him, bat and clean up, splits in his favor. A lot of these matchups recently for Didi have been lefty on lefty when we've seen the Yankees raking or, or being one of the top stacks. So, again, Bregman's obviously in play again, but I, I don't really know exactly what to do with the Astros other than, like I said, it's kind of a hit and miss. It's, it's a fade or it's a stack. I don't want to pick them in one off. But uh, Xander and Didi, to me, are the top two guys. Xander, just because the matchup's terrific, and he gets overlooked a little bit in comparison to Betts and, and J.D., obviously. And Didi, because the price is good and, you know, he hits well in, in Rogers Center. And, and that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, you could also look at David Fletcher, I guess, leading off in a pretty plus matchup. Not a great hitter, but I think he's certainly in play as well. But, uh, yeah, if I'm not paying up for Xander, I'm going down to Didi for the most part. Yeah, I mean, maybe if Fletcher was like a super punt or something like that, but he's, he's well in the mid-tier, and I just don't know if it's a big enough discount for me. And yeah, I think it's a pretty big opportunity cost. There was a cough live on air. I apologize. I was at the cough button before, and that one actually just happened to come out of me, and I apologize for – apparently I've coughed twice today for those. Smash the over. <laughs> I think if you're if you're rostering Angels, though, Fletcher very much in play. If you want to run out a Trout, Upton, and a Fletcher lot, for sure. But I don't – yeah, I don't think – I think I agree with you. I don't think you need Fletcher as a one-off. What about the, you know, dude's always one of your jack-in-the-bag players. What about Lindor versus the fraud that is Smelter? Yeah, I mean, again, you mentioned it and talked about, well, Smelter's not awful by any means. Sure, the underlining numbers indicate he's going to be going to have some regression coming, but I don't necessarily know that he gets smashed today. You mentioned that if the game's fairly tight, that Minnesota bullpen is going to come in fairly quickly. It's fairly good. So I'm a little, uh, I'm a little lower on the Indians' bats in comparison to last night, even though Gibson's a better pitcher. If you want to embrace like kind of an overprice, if you want to call it an overprice, it's a good matchup, not a great ballpark. But Kyle Freeland, it's pretty, it's pretty meh. And Fernando yeah. smashing. Uh, I think Tatis is a really strong spend for tournaments. Uh, I like it. He scares me. I don't know that I'm going to get to him, but he's like the one shortstop because I love Xander and I like Didi. That he's so expensive that, whew, maybe I got to get him in at least one because I agree with you. Like he could have a monster night. That's a talented kid right now. You got to choose, right? You got the option. Here it is. Don, uh, Dante Bichette. Bo Bichette or Fernando Tatis? I think I'm taking Tatis. I love Bichette, but I think I'm taking Tatis. How about yourself? Yeah, well, you're, you're going you're gonna to be a homer here, aren't you? No, I, no, I, I don't play these things with my, uh, with my heart. It's always the head here. And it's Tatis still, but man, Bichette has <laughs> started off his career pretty good. Yeah, so, uh, well, he's what, get, he put up what, uh, at least a multiple, at least a double every single game, right? Hasn't he had an extra base hit in every single game? Yeah, he's yeah yesterday they asked us how many home runs he did, two or three. I said he'd hit nine, and I was wrong. He had three hits and a homer again last night. Just, yeah, he's, he's been awesome. Good for him. Great pedigree, obviously. Uh, let's jump to the outfield, Pepsi. We'll knock out some of your favorite stacks. We'll talk about some homers. We'll entertain some questions, some chat. 
Uh, if you guys are in chat, you know, we'll start loading those up shortly when, we, when you're prompted. Devin, of course, has been compiling them from, uh, from YouTube chat, who we love. We love YouTube chat. Hi, YouTube chat. Pepsi, how do you feel about YouTube chat? Love the YouTube chat, man. Let's, let's get more involved. I really think that you should be better with the YouTube chat, Dean, and get more involved over there and include them more. Well, <laughs> I would love to, but, you know, we talk about D-Train. Devin are, are, is a, you know, he's a fabulous multitasking producer. He's a better, he's a better multitasker than I am. I'm just not great at multitasking chats, apparently. But one of these days, we're definitely going to uh, walk across those train tracks and say hello uh, in person. But uh, outfield, love Trout. Obviously, he's pricey. I will say, <clears throat> we talk about, that's three now. We talk about, uh, you know, the difference between prices on sites. And Fantasy Draft usually is like around 2x what DK is. Trout's 5-8 on DraftKings. I think he's either 10 or 10-1 on Fantasy Draft. Like the 7th or 8th outfielder. Ridiculous. Great price on Fantasy Draft. Uh, you know, and of course we have bets. Uh, you know, we want a righty there against Berea. We love the reverse splits. We talked about the Royals, Solaire. You can throw Merrifield there as well. Gordon. There's so much going on in the outfield, Pepsi. Uh, help me, uh, you know, knock it down a little bit. Uh, make some sense. Yeah, I won't mention Merrifield because we've talked a lot about him and we already know he's a home run or home run outfield eligible. So I'm going to give you three team outfielders, two combinations, and one single player. So obviously Boston outfielders, that's where you want to go. The Houston outfielders are all in play. And the Kansas City Royal outfielders are all in play. And some of them are pretty reasonably priced. A couple of combinations for you. Trout and Upton together. Again, Brian Johnson, not very good. Upton's pretty cheap, especially on DK. And, of course, Trout's probably the top play on the night, despite the fact that maybe the Angels aren't the top stack. Another combination I like is Kane and Braun. Lorenzo Kane, Ryan Braun. Again, we don't know how bad Allaire is going to be, but he may not be major league ready. Good ballpark. They both smashed lefties. Texas bullpen, we can beat up on that. And one single play, Yasiel Puig. I don't love Cleveland tonight, but uh, I'm feeling Puig tonight. He's been hot. He's looking good. You know, he's hitting home runs. He's stealing bases. He's throwing guys out. Uh, I really like Puig tonight. Framel Ray is back down to the eighth spot. He's not been particularly great, but I still believe in that bat. I still believe in that power. And I think he's interesting for tournaments, hard to trust for cash. Uh, let's see. No Aaron Judge, obviously, tonight, if you guys just joined the show. J.D. Martinez, along with Betts. Both those dudes worth a ride. Um, anybody else off the board in the outfield, or shall we just talk about your stacks and talk about uh, some dogs? Who's going yard? Yeah, let's move on. The top stacks. Boston's your top stack. Um... You know, I think Houston probably is the most upside as the next stack. But again, I've, I've mentioned it to them. I, I don't love Houston as much. They're so deep. It's hard to get everybody one in there. They're so expensive. So I'm going to have some Houston stacks. But, you know, again, it's a stack or it's a fade for me. But I still think they're worthy. I like the Yankees again. And I think with the watered down lineup, like last night, they're going to get overlooked a little bit. So Yankees are interesting. Milwaukee is interesting. And, of course, I love, 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 love Kansas City. And I'm hoping that, uh, you know, just because it's the Royals on the road in Detroit, that they won't be as popular as uh, I think they might be. Uh, home runs for AD, my top guy, Mike Trout. Mid-tier, Yasiel Puig. And for value on DK and fantasy draft, it's Justin Upton. On FanDuel, it's your boy, friend Mel Reyes. And my jack-in-the-bag, you're going to get it today. My jack-in-the-bag is who? Uh, Whit Merrifield? Not a boy. Yes, sir. I just realized, and Devin reminded me here in the chat, that apparently I've skipped over the screen share. My bad. We'll do it now. Uh, and I kind of promised the people we talked about, just going to show them what Plate IQ, what it does. And we mention it all the time. We give it to love. If you guys are not aware, uh, it's discounted as far as, you know, the RG premium content. And this is my, one of my favorite tools here. This and Cheese's article and everything else obviously is great. But, like, this saves me so much time. Pepsi, I'm sure you can rave about the Plate IQ as well. But who has time for that? But we talked about Berea's splits. Uh, let's go ahead and extend them to the last two seasons, just how dramatic they are. Of course, he's a righty. Uh, against lefties, you know, the ISO 155, 294 Woba, pretty solid, actually. But against righties, just getting absolutely pummeled, 379 Woba. 
234 ISO as well, so 17% as far as the Ks, which takes a 5% dip. And then we look at the Boston lineup and, you know, the righties, it's, it's, you know, it's very, it's dummy proof. Green is good. Red is bad. Pink is not as bad as bright red. Uh, is there anything else that's kind of sort of interesting in the plate IQ Pepsi or shall we go ahead and jump? I just want to show the people if they're not aware of it at this point. Uh, yeah, I'm good with that. I think there's a ton of questions here. So we should probably spend the last 10 minutes doing that. Okay. Uh, you know, as we have the questions loading up, I'll go ahead and fire up the one FHQ, give it a refresh and see if anything's popping as far as ownership, as far as uh, pitchers, maybe as far as, um, uh, umpire data, you were saying before, not all of what's in just yet. Yeah, just the Dodgers home plate umpires, what we were missing earlier. We got three extremes, uh, extreme hitter umpires. That's for Strasburg, Stroman, Quantrill, Freeland, Allard, uh, and Gio Gonzalez. Oh, boy, Gio Gonzalez, extreme hitters, umpires. Mm, just, good thing, though. Uh, Sex is a pretty free swing in the right now. Might not need all the calls there to have a big game from him. All right. There are, like you said, Pepsi, a lot of questions here loading up, so let's go ahead and knock them out. Thoughts on a mini stack for san diego i have no problems with that yeah that's a team that i kind of overlooked i'm getting exposure to them and overlooked by mentioning is what i mean you know uh, i thought kansas city might not be as popular but of course we're talking a lot about them and i think they're more popular than i think and freeland's been awful tons of right-handed power on that san diego club so that's interesting i like it um i don't know exactly where i'd put it i might consider that if i'm a contrarian guy over a team like houston because it's a little bit easier to get in there but uh a kansas city san diego double stack with some cheap pitching sounds fun and i might try to make that work uh just to refresh here as far as ownership data and of course ownership data becomes more and more precise more and more accurate as we close in a lock but as of right now smiley and bueller have the same ownership percentage at the top of 25 percent what say you that that seems like a popular combination and that seemed like probably what the the cash you know the optimal cash game lineup is probably yeah. Smiley, Smiley Bueller. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think that's what you want to do in cash. That's the road I'd go if I was playing cash. And GPPs, I might get off of a 25% Bueller just because the price point's a little high. Like I said, I, I might use a Darvish. I might use a Tehran. I might use, a, you know, something like that in the mid-tier there and use that extra money for some bats because we need it for the bats tonight to win these tournaments. All right. Uh, can you handle a threefer? A threesome. Can you do it? I think so. This is for cash for DraftKings. You got Bueller. Stassi and Renato Nunez versus Tehran Chirinos and Dozier. I assume that's Hunter Dozier. Ooh, I don't really like the combinations of any of those. Do we have to have Chirinos? Chirinos? How much is Chirinos? I'd like to change like the four K. You don't have to have him. He's fine. You don't have to have him though. Yeah, I mean, if you really prefer the bats, I don't mind Tehran and, and Cash. Um, I'd like to know who the pitcher is if you're going Tehran and who though, because obviously it's a big drop to Bueller. Uh, Stassi's a punt. Renato Nunez, I'm not interested in. Do better than that. I'm just saying do better than that. If I got to pick wise cash, you stick with Bueller. It just makes more sense. But you can do better than this. Come on. We just watched our show here. Come on now. Uh, Arizona at home, good enough for 10 teams? For 10 teams. What does that mean? I don't understand the question. I'm going to pass. Arizona at home, good enough for 10 teams. I, I read it twice. It didn't make any more sense. Second, We need some clarity on that there. Uh, if you could pick two infielders, this is another funky one. If you can pick two infielders, two outfielders, any pitcher, regardless of salary, who would you pick? Well, Bueller's the guy pitching. Two infielders, uh, Merrifield and ooh, Bogarts. And two outfielders, I'll go J.D. and Betts. Over Trout? Oh, no, it's sorry. How about Trout and Betts? Sorry, yeah, Trout's the guy I want, sorry. Uh, for cash, Smiley Endeavors or J.D. or Keller with Jose Ramirez and Puig? That was a lot. Um, Smiley, Devers, and JD. 
I don't think you play Devers and Cash. Just like I'll throw that out there. I know. I, I, it's uh, it's Smiley Devers and JD. Uh, is it GPV viable to get twenty dollars twenty dollar uh, to pay more than twenty thousand uh, for your pitchers now that everyone plays cheap pitchers? I mean, it's an interesting way to go. Absolutely, and it's not really. There's just so much offense and opportunity cost tonight, right? We've got a lot of expensive offenses, Boston, Houston, Kansas City, New York. I mean, such a big slate that on a slate like this, I'd rather get those bats that I think you're going to need them. But uh, I don't see a ton of value elsewhere. I mean, I want to pay up second, third, short, outfield. We can get away with it at catcher and first and at pitching, which is why I want to do that. So that's the road I would go. You could punt catcher, you could punt first, and you go punt second, I think, with, with Diaz, we talked about, or even Lopez. Yeah, but, I mean, you're also losing Merrifield, Altuve, LeMahieu, Hira. I mean, these are good players, so I don't know what I want to, but you can. I'm just saying I feel like you're, you're better to go mid-tier pitching or a little value pitching than you are to double up tonight on two big arms. You could shuffle Merrifield to the outfield for what it's worth. Uh, the double barrel of Strasburg and Bueller, any interest in that? Just speaking on the old double barrel, if you're going to do it, what's the route you're going to go? Bueller and who? I think it's you, Darvish. I really do. Um, I, I I like Bieber as well in there. Um, Strasburg might be the guy that I like least just because extreme hitters umpire, not striking a lot of guys out. Again, I don't hate it, though. And like you said, you, you mentioned the GP at second base, the first and catcher, and then you want to go Merrifield and Outfield and play Bueller and Strasburg. I don't hate the idea, and it will be contrarian. All right, Pepsi, five-man stack for Houston with Correa or play Tatis in a four-man stack for Houston. Uh, I would go four into T-Sacks. I think that's a little bit different, and I like the T-Sack better than Correa right now. Any Dodger bats? Eh. I'd say Pollock, maybe. That's about it for me. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, you can always argue Pollock, I guess. I'm, I'm okay with Pollock, but I don't love it. I mean, Ray's just a tough guy to square up. He's more likely to walk you. I know he's got some hard hits to righties, but he's more likely to walk you or strike you out than get up the long ball, in my opinion, for the most part. So I want home runs with my bats. So uh, I'm going to pass. But, yeah, Pollock would be the guy if you had to pick one. Pick one of these cheapies for, uh, for a cash game. Is it Brousseau, Solano, or Alberto? I believe it's Alberto. Yeah. Uh, Manny Machado as a one-off in cash. Absolutely. Uh, sure. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Any of those, any of those Padre writers versus Freeland are certainly playable. Just to be clear, like, we don't uh, – like, just the phrasing of that. Like, you don't think of one-offs in cash, right? You just – you're no. really – yeah, just want to under, make that clar- clarify that because yeah, we don't we you go at the best player at the position or, or the best build that gives you the best chance to gain points. We're not worried about stacking or how many players from certain teams. You know, I, we don't want to do that in cash. We don't want to punt either. So it's almost like who's the best dollar for dollar play at these positions? It's kind of what you're doing in cash. If you happen to stack it up organically, so be it. But you don't have yeah. to stack up in cash. Exactly. Well said. Uh, utility spots. Uh, you got Vasquez or Aguiar? Vasquez. Uh, Mookie and Myers versus Trout and Culberson. Cash. Mm. Cash. Mookie and Myers. Uh, will Slate IQ get an update? I'm sure it will. Uh, I don't know when it will get updated, but it's always updated around this time. Uh, apologies if it's not updated just yet. Uh, they want to know what your favorite food is, Pepsi? Besides well, butter tarts, that's the chalk, right? Uh, butter tarts, my favorite dessert, my favorite food. That's a good one. I like, uh, let's uh, see here now. Look at the Cheesecake Factory for sure. Yeah, Cheesecake Factory, Cheesecake, and Butter Tarts are two of my favorite desserts. Uh, love me a burger and fries when I'm cheating every once in a while. Um, jerk, jerk chicken roadie is pretty tasty as well, but uh, the staple chicken and rice during the week. What's a roadie? Is that a sandwich? A roadie is like, uh, it's like bread that kind of wraps around something, so you'd have like your meat kind of inside the roadie. Like, it's kind of like a bread wrapping. Uh, Houston Stack, you got Brantley or Alvarez. I'll take Alvarez. 
Yeah, you want the home run upside. There. I love Brantley. Great hitter, the better hitter by far. But uh, Alvarez has the chance to go more likely to go double dong. Rank these dudes. You got Bregman, JD, Trout, and Mookie. Trout, GPP. Trout, JD, Mookie, Bregman. Uh, who, who do we like as far as cheap starting pitcher for tournaments? And I begrudgingly say Smiley. I don't like him, but, you know, I'm probably going to play him. Yeah. yeah, he's my favorite cheapie by far. I think there's a quality start there. There could be a K per inning there as well at that price point. Again, he's probably my favorite dollar for dollar pitcher because he lets you get the bats. I don't know what's going on in chat right now, by the way. It's it's definitely turned turned for the worse. Uh, at least this is the Rotor Gunners chat. I don't know what's. I'm sure YouTube chat is acting perfectly fine. Uh, YouTube, go subscribe. Uh, Pepsi, give us something for the road. Uh, you know, if it is strong, tell the people something we haven't necessarily like hammered the point home on just yet. Of course. If you guys are premium members, stay tuned for crunch time. That's going down uh, 6.15 on the East Coast. Take you guys all up to lock. You got Roth telling you what's going down as far as weather. And you got Tuttle to answer all your baseball-related questions. Pepsi, what do you have for me? We got a lot of strong pitching, so you don't have to pay up. Go mid-tier, go value, get the bats in there. Obviously, Boston's the best stack. They're going to be popular, though. If you're struggling to stack a team like Houston, uh, don't forget about Kansas City and San Diego, who have just as much upside at cheaper prices. He's Pepsi. I'm Dean. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your baseball. We're out of here. Follow. Oh,